I'm Ray. And I'm Veronica. And welcome to another edition of Page to Screen from the Chick Lit Book Club podcast. In celebration of Hispanic Heritage Month, we're talking about like water for chocolate. Magical realism! <laughs> yes, like so much magical realism. Oh, 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 over the top magical realism! But yes, I, loved it. We'll t- I think we'll talk more. I have an article up. We'll talk a little bit more about what that means. Because yes. I had to look it up. Because it is specific to Latin American cultures. It is. It is. So, and actually, um, I didn't realize when I looked it up that I have already read a book with magical realism in it. I just didn't remember, like, mm-hmm. at the time, because I read it in high school. So The House of Spirits by Isabel Allant mm-hmm. is um, considered magical realism, which I didn't, I just didn't know at the time. Maybe, I'm so sorry to my high school English teachers, but maybe <laughs> we did talk about this, and I just don't remember 20 years later. Would you... <laughs> Did it make you throw up a little bit in your mouth? <laughs> Fuck. Alright. Welcome to my world. Would you like would you please have a seat? Well let's never talk about this again. No. Um So I'm assuming did you know that this book has been banned in many I mean, shocker, the South. I'm shocked. I know. Look at my shocked this face. This is my shocked face. I mean, they're still back on Harry Potter. I mean, come on. The other um, day I bought a book for my kid, um, specifically because it was banned by a school board. Which one? Like in it's called I Am Human. It's a beautiful book. Oh, I'm sure it's I'm sure it I is. got teary. Yeah, sure. Like it's a beautiful fucking book about how everyone is human. We're all unique. Everybody we're all poops. very important. Everybody poops. And how we can make mistakes and hurt people and how like it just it's a matter of, you know, owning up to your mistakes and apologizing and learning from them. But I have a question. And I learned about it on TikTok because a woman who a woman was calling out her school board and um, read part of the book. On I have TikTok. a question for you, though. Did they make their children wear masks? I don't know. <laughs> That's an excellent fucking question. I don't want to uh, co-parent with my government. I don't want to co-parent with my government. Get oh my the God, fuck. You go to public school? Guess what? Yeah, You're co-parenting with your government. The government. Fuck you. Anyhow. <laughs> Sorry, if you guys have not seen the Jordan Kepler uh, fingering uh-huh. the pulse uh, video where he goes to this like I don't know. I don't want to call it hillbilly hoedown in North Carolina, where all of these fucking. I like North Carolina though. I'm gonna say I do too. But there's lots of. I I don't know where this this county is, and who the fuck knows. It doesn't matter. But it's just a bunch of people, a bunch of hillbillies that like he's literally calling them out on their bullshit, like on their hypocrisy every single time. They're just like, and what they ended with this woman who believes that that Satanism is still like alive and well. Well, it's because of Satan. Okay. Okay, cool. That's cool. You literally believe that Satan exists. Cool, 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 cool. Sweet. And that, that's the reason. Is she fighting the literal devil? <laughs> I mean, again, <laughs> if it was Tom Ellis as the literal devil, there's no fighting, baby. There's there no is, fighting. Nope. Happily oh, go me. to the dark side. Yep. Take me as I am. Mm-hmm. Just come all over your face. I did see, hello, um, <laughs> I did see on Facebook yesterday, um, I follow like, you know, NPR and like the AP stuff like that yeah and one of them I forget it may have been PBS shared um an article that was like study shows that schools that don't have mask mandates have higher rates of COVID and I shared it and I was like in other news water is wet (laughs) 
Wow, Jesus fucking Christ. It's almost like having a mask on keeps your germs to yourself. Oh, but it it bothers, but you're breathing out all that, like, bad fumes. Is that one fucking bitch said? And then maybe you don't have a breath mint. Well, the other, the other. So Jordan goes. So, what are the, you know, what are the health? Because she's like, it's bad for his health. This one woman, it's bad for my son's health. What are the Why? health issues that he's experiencing? Acne. So, you would rather him acne, and that's or, a thing. Like people well, get maskne all the time. Fine, don't, but what he goes is acne. Or a, you know... Ventilator. A, exactly. Or a disease that's... Or virus that's going to murder you. I think I'm going to take some acne. I mean, I don't know about anybody else. I, you know what I'll do? Wash my face more often. Right? Use Along my with snake my oils. Hands. Along with my Along hands. Along with my hands. Yeah. Guess what? Don't touch anybody. Don't Please stop touching people. You know, you shouldn't be touching strangers anyway. So like, This is true. Don't. Just Especially if they're women. Like, don't fucking touch them. Mm. No. 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 Don't, you don't need to put your hand on my shoulder to move me out of your way. You can just literally find a different way to get my attention. You know... <laughs> you know what we should talk about? Like water for chocolate. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually trying to pull up my Kindle Cloud Reader because I do have, like, notes. But for some reason, I can't... I did take notes watching because I did not read the book. I read um, the because book. Because so. I was reading a very long book um, for a different reason this week. Um... You read the book, and we both watched the movie last night. Yes. Okay, so I do have... Okay, sorry. I do have the... I don't have to go in here. Okay, all right. Yes. All, all right. All right. I'll do it. All right. So, we're at the book. <laughs> and I was going to... I was. I had so many plans. I'm like, oh, I'm going to make one of the one of the recipes, because what's really cute about the book is... Oh, my God. I was so hungry. I know. In, in the book, it has... Each chapter has the um, the recipe for whatever Shut she's making in the book. the yeah. fuck yeah. Up. Yeah. 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 Oh my god. Um, this is like worth me buying a paperback copy of this book. You know, it, but you know, there's so many sites just like you know, um, like water for chocolate recipes. Um, the food looked so good. It did. The quail was like, I'm like, okay. I mean, the well, quail, the quail, and the, the as roses. he says, it's the nectar of the gods. Of the gods. So. Oh, and then he comes in his pants. Anyhow, so this book was written by <laughs> Laura Escabel. And in, I want to say, oh, so 1995? Yeah, 1995. Yeah. yeah um, was that when the pu- movie was published or when the book was published? Book, book, book was published in 1995. Okay, got it. I Although, wait, that's paperback. Hold on. Because the movie was like... The see, movie was in the 90s. I thought that was 93. Maybe I was wrong. Like Water for Chocolate. Because um, I'm just looking at Amazon. So oh, this is out. 2002. So that must be like a reissue. Yeah. Um... Publication date is this October first, nineteen ninety five. Hmm, interesting. I it had to have been before. Maybe that was oh, in the US. originally published in nineteen ninety. Okay, why. there we go. Okay, yeah. so and it must um, have been like a paperback issue or like a publication date in the U.S. or something. Yeah, it was probably originally published in Spanish first. Oh yeah, I'm sure. And then adapted, you know, and then um, yeah, translated. Yeah, ad- you translated for English. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I think the paperback came out in '95. I'm looking at the Amazon listing, and that says yes. 1995. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Although I think it probably had come out in hardback before then because it oh, did sure. win. It did win some um, a, a number of different awards. Um, so this book, the best-selling phenomenon and inspiration for the award-winning film, earthy, magical, and utterly charming. This tale of family life in turn-of-the-century Mexico blends poignant romance and bittersweet wit. 
This classic love story takes place on the De, De La Garza ranch at the, as the tyrannical owner, Mama Elena, chops onions at the kitchen table in her final days of uh, pregnancy. While still in her mother's womb, her daughter-to-be weeps so violently she causes an early labor, and little Tita slips out amid the spices and fixings for noodle soup. This early encounter with food soon becomes the way of life, and Tita grows up to be a master chef, using cooking to express herself and sharing recipes with readers along the way. So the way the book is set up is that, yeah, each, so the chapter begins with the recipe. I like that. And then then as she's telling you how to make, to prepare it, then she gets into the story. So okay. for each chapter. I like um, that. It's, yeah, it's, it's. That's a cool setup. Because this was, I think, set up, it says in monthly installments. So I think this might have been the paper. Oh, that's or something, cool. Or like a magazine or something. That's mm-hmm. how Dickens published. It was. And that's why his, they're so long because he got paid by the by word. By the word. I actually heard that that was a rumor, but like, I still like to think of it because his books are so fucking long. No, I'm pretty sure that's true. Because it was like a penny a word. Or half penny, half penny a word. Jesus, motherfucking Christ. Yeah. Um, because if you, anybody's read any Dickens, it's very like, lengthy for reasons that fuck aren't me. And yeah, you're like, just like, they I don't, don't need to be like that. And they all got names like Chuzzleworth and Fig and Bottom. And you're like, fuck me, man. No, come on. I did love, <laughs> I have like a deep love for A Tale of Two Cities. I really do. I love Little Dorrit. And that's one of the like mostly unknown ones. I did not read that one. I could not get through Great Expectations. Although the movie with Gwyneth Paltrow, I did love. Um, I didn't even try that one. I, <clears throat> I mean, fair. Christmas Carol. Me and Christmas Carol. I mean, well, that's... obviously, fair. So this one, um, monthly installments, like you or like yeah. maybe weekly installments in the paper. Got mm-hmm. it. So, okay, how do we want to do this? I guess we should just talk about like the plot, and then how it kind of. So, right off the bat, I can easily tell you that the book is. Pr- I mean, the movie and the book are literally. It's like a passion flicks. It's pulled right from it. Yeah, as like, I, so you, the dialogue is, like, mm-hmm. spot on. It's okay. spot on. Um, which is makes the, sense. Is the book set up the way that the movie is, where, like, it starts off with a flashback from, like, the like the whole movie is a flashback? Yes. Because it starts off with, like, her niece. Um, you don't... No. No, that is not... I mean, it starts off in... Um, it starts off with her, her birth, but um, it's not... No, you don't know who's speaking. You don't learn till the very end that it's the niece. Okay. Well, I don't remember in the movie if like you learn if you know it's the niece or not. You don't. You just know it's you just this know woman. it's some woman sitting in a kitchen in crying, a cute eating polka onions. dot dress. Yes. Yes. When she puts it on her head, and you're like, wait, what the fuck? Why are uh, you putting an onion on your head? And then I was like, wait, does that work? <laughs> right. Like, I was like, I'm gonna try that next time. You know. Oh, you know, there is one part that is different. So, okay, so we've got this family. We, okay, so you've got Mama Elena, the biggest cunt in the entire horrible, world. Horrible, horrible fucking person. This is the Stab only her time. Stab in the face. Yeah. This is literally multiple times last night. I screamed, just kill her. Just kill the mom. Yeah, her and the sister. And Rosewater. Yeah, I definitely, I also said, just kill the sister. Just, Ros- I mean. Ros- 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 it's not Rosaria, but it's like Rosuera. Yeah, Rosera. it's like. It's like a combination of, yeah, something like that. Yeah. I didn't write it down. But. The one, Gertrude, Gertrudis, is fucking amazing. She's hysterical. The middle sister, love Yeah, her. who's like supposedly not a full sister. She's supposedly a half, well, she is a half sister. You find yeah. out. Yeah. Right. Um, but, <laughs> uh, so, and then there's Tita. 
Tita mm-hmm. is delivered into unto the world, um, crying. And so, and what I I did love about that scene is like the water, her her um, her um, water breaking, and then the water just goes down the stairs, just flowing everywhere, and it's all tears. And mm-hmm. um, that happens in the book too. And so they use the the tears, the salt water for salt to cook with the rest of the year. Um, which don't think too much into it. <laughs> yeah, because I definitely did. And I was like, gross. Because all I could think was like amniotic fluid. Like that's all I could think yeah. about. <laughs> I'm not going to eat my placenta. Thank you very much. That is a thing people do. Oh, I know. It is not a thing I did. It's no, I mean, it's guess what? It's your journey. You want to do that? It is your so journey. Just... And I, I reserve no judgment. I actually did look into it because I wanted to know, like, is there any, because I heard, had heard of people doing it. And there's like some people who think there's a lot of benefits from it. I did not because I truly did not see enough information that made me think that there were that many benefits. I, there's parts of my body I don't feel like I need to consume. I'm good. I don't know. I, listen, that is an organ that I made and then expelled and didn't need to see again. I literally asked them to not show it to me. I didn't yeah. want to see it. Can oh. you just take that shit away? Thank you. Throw I it mean, in the biohazard bin or whatever you do with it. That's up to everybody else. You do what you need to yeah, do. Yeah, you do what you want. Good for her, not for me. I don't care. Yeah, it's not my fine. placenta. I'm you not, do whatever gonna, you want with yeah, it. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you not to do it. I'm not going. No. I'm not going to. I'm not going to go to Texas and make a law that says you can't do it. No, I don't give a shit what you do with the organ you built on your own. Nope. You do whatever you want. Nope, but I'm not going to eat my kidney stone. I'm not going to eat. You know. No, I was. Fi- I didn't need to keep that. I kept the baby. That's the best door prize. Someone said to me. Someone said that to me when I was well, pregnant. I've heard of people. You making... get the best door prize when you leave. Exactly. The the balloons drop and everything. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. No, I mean I've heard people making like uh, jewelry out of their kidney stones. I'm like, guess what? No. I ex- speaking of expelling things, I'm like I expelled that thing. I don't want it anywhere close to me again. I don't know. Anywho. Anywho. So, so salt water. Yeah. And they used the salt to uh, cook for, like, the next 30 years. They did. Um, mm-hmm. Tita didn't distinguish between tears of laughter and tears of sorrow, for her laughing was a form of crying. Um, you said the book is beautifully written. The book is fucking gorgeous. Um, okay, so very quickly into the book. Uh, this is page eight. We, and the same with the movie, we found this kid who looked, I have to say, Young Pedro looked exactly like old Pedro. Yeah, he looked exactly like. He, I, I was mean, like the man. Wonderful did not casting, age. wonderful casting, and um, so you and it was the sweetest thing when he thought he sees Tita for the first time and she's like nine, ten maybe, mm-hmm. and because he doesn't come for he doesn't come to ask her to marry until she's fourteen. She is fourteen in the book. Mm, okay but he's 16 or something mind you this is the early 1900s so like back then that's not creepy the way that it is now 1895 this is over 100 years ago yeah so so in the look that these two these two actors share like his his little like his little pedro and her little tita broke my heart it was just so cute because you could just like he they didn't have to do much to this kid to tell him, like, hey, look like you're in love with her. He looks right. like he was in love with her. Like, as, it was so cute. So we start that way. We're like, we know that Pedro is in love with Tita. So Tita is the youngest. So here's the setup for what's going to happen to Tita. <sighs> Pedro comes to ask for Tita's hand. Pedro and his father. Because mm-hmm. Pedro has said to you know has said to he's in love with her he's not he's pretty vocal about how much he's in love with her um, mm-hmm. because something happens 
when she's born, Nacha, who is like the maid, like the, the cook and everything, she mm-hmm. kind of blesses her that the first first man who lays eyes on her will love her. Oh, okay. I didn't really catch that in the movie. Did that happen in the movie? Yes, yeah. This when she's oh, okay. cooking and, and Mama Lena comes in and tells her oh, to okay, why yes. she that's never going to happen. Why that's not going to happen. Right. So uh-huh. Mama Lena, fuck off into the sunset, okay? Yeah. Hope your vagina eats you. I would yeet you into a river. Uh-huh. I would yeet her into the sun. Mm-hmm. Uh, vagina first. Anywho, so mm-hmm. page eight says, <laughs> I'm just going to read co- quotes because they're fucking beautiful. So this is my Mama Elena to Tita. So, um... The other thing you need to know is that Mama Elena is, um, has been all around town. She's like the town bicycle man. What? No, no hating, but I mean, you can't be judging other people if you can't judge yourself. Uh huh. Mm hmm. So, uh, I don't remember, I don't think this happens. This happens in the movie, it doesn't happen in the book. Is, um, Tita's father has a heart attack when he finds out that Mama Elena has been spreading it around and that some of his kids aren't his kids. Mm-hmm. Specifically, so, the middle one. Specific Gutrudis, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, who's also the coolest one? So, like, she, you know, fuck yes. Um, so, also, was it jarring to you to see all these white random fucking white people in this movie? Because it was yes. to me. Yeah, I was like, I'm so confused. I was like, wait, is that person supposed to be Spanish? Because that person looks white as fuck to me. Lily white, Lily white. Would yeah. look like, uh, yep. Like that look- person's from Minnesota. Yep. Um. But so he has a heart attack and dies when he finds out. Yeah. So when Pedro comes to Which is like, the only time I felt bad for Mama Elena. Because before you find out, like this is before I found out about what a bitch she was, mm-hmm. is that like all of a sudden she is now left with this newborn. Yeah. And has two other kids and she's alone. Yeah. And so I but, felt bad for her for about eight seconds. Yep. Just eight sim- though. Then the sympathy dries up real quick because she real says quick. this. If he intends to ask your hand, tell him not to bother. He'll be wasting the, his time and mine time, too. You know perfectly well that being the youngest daughter means you have to take care of me until the day I die. Never more incentive to kill your own mother. Right yep. there. So what happens is, fucking cutbag then mm-hmm. offers her eldest daughter to mm-hmm. Pedro. Mm-hmm. And Pedro... We're, 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 at, we're at odds of whether or not this is sweet or not. I mm-hmm. am on the, it is, but you are maybe not. As... I am not. Fuck you, Pedro. I know. I Well, I think her, her, her solution at the end is a lot better than solution. Accurate. Yes. Accurate. But there's so many things that could have happened. And, yes, agree. So he agrees to he marry Rosario. He thought he was making the right choice. Yeah, Rosuera, so mm-hmm. that he can be closer to the woman he truly loves, which is yes. Tita. And he he's not fucking like quiet about it. He tells like literally everybody. Like mm-hmm. Nacha hears Nacha hears him say yeah. it, and she tells Tita he's marrying her to be near you because he's in love with you. Right. And at his wedding, he pretty much says, "You're the only woman I've ever loved and will ever right. love." Right. So yes, it is very sweet. But yes, no, I it's part of me is like fucking just. But it's also like you married my sister, asshole. Like what? You I should mean, have said. I mean, I would have been like, "Fuck you, no! I don't want to." Be, yeah, I would no. have been like, "No, I'm not married. Like, I'm not looking for a consolation prize here. I am in right. love with this one. I'm in love with one of your daughters. I'm not yeah. marrying another one. That's weird." Yeah. <clears throat> so, um, fuck you, Mama Elena. So when 
they're trying to like make come to terms with this like Tita's trying to come to terms with okay my, my boyfriend is marrying my sister and then oh, his, and her mom makes her do like all oh, of the work for the wedding make the cake this and that make yep. the whole meal so she's upset. make her virginal sheet or whatever oh yeah embroider her her trousseau mm-hmm how unfortunate that black holes in space have not been had not yet been discovered for then she might have understood the black hole in the center of her chest infinite coldness flowing through it so she makes the cake and she's crying and she's making the cake so mm-hmm. she's crying into the cake like into the batter yeah. into the batter and she's crying so much in the book that she's like that Nacha's like get GTFO, I can't, ha- I can't like, handle yeah. you right now. You're going to so, ruin my cake. So she goes and she finishes the cake. And the moment they took their first bite of the cake, everyone was flooded with a great wave of longing. Everyone starts crying. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that crying then leads to what? Intensive vomiting into yeah. the river. Into the river. And the worst is Rosuera. She mm-hmm. can't... She can't handle like she's like, she's in bad shape. She's in bad. In fact, in the, she's in bad shape for three months. They yeah. don't they don't consummate the marriage for three months. Mm-hmm. In so, part, probably because Pedro's like, I don't actually want to have sex with you. Yeah, he's like, I was <laughs> right. Um, so what they don't they don't show in the movie, but when uh, Mama Elena comes in to confront Tita and accuse her of her and Nacha of ruining the sister's mm-hmm. wedding. Um, what Tita says, is, or what says is, nor, nor could Nacha testify on her behalf. On the day of the wedding, when Tita went looking for her, she found Nacha lying dead, her eyes wide open, medicinal leaves upon her temples, a picture of her fiancé clutched in her hands. Aww. So Nacha was so upset from the cake that she oh, took her God. own life. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was not... I didn't really get that from the movie. Son of a bitch. Okay. Yeah. So, um... But also, what a shitty day. Well, yeah. I mean, when you're... Hi, baby. Um, when your, uh, your boyfriend marries your sister. I mean, it sounds like fucking... Your boyfriend marries your sister and, like, your nanny kills herself. Like, yeah, that's it's, a, it's a fucking like rough day. Oh, and then your mom slaps you in the face. Yeah. I mean, seriously. Again, fuck you, Mama Elena. Mori Povich. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. There was there was a lot of drama, I will say, in this movie. Yeah. There was a lot of fucking drama. And, and stuff where I'm like, I don't understand what's happening. Like, So we'll get to it. But there's a part where she's up in the bird coop naked. I'm like, yeah. I don't know what's happening. I don't happening. understand how you ended up naked. And honestly, I, they don't explain that in the book either. It's I'm just like... I, I don't, I understand your breath, but why take all your clothes off? Why, why take all your what, clothes off? Why are you, okay. Oh, so, that was really sad, though. So then the next, okay, so um, we're about three months later, I think. Is, is So they decide, so Pedro, who can fucking get it. The guy playing Pedro is He's real fucking cute. hot. Real cute. Um, he prays to the to the Lord and like his his evening prayers because she kind of like Rosuaria is like I'm I'm saying her name wrong and I'm so sorry. Um, we're so, we're sorry to everyone for every name than we mispronounced. Yeah, whiter than the driven snow, as yep. Ray just put it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So she's kind of like hinting, "Hey, guess what? I'm three months in. I'm like I'm totally back to like being healthy." And he's kind of like, 
be like fucking you. He's like, so, All right, I guess. Yeah, so like he prays to God and he's like, um, I'm doing this to uh, possibly have another child that will serve you, Lord. And right. pretty much not for lust, not for love, none of these things. Just yeah. for to have a child, pretty much. Right. And <clears throat> so uh, they do it. And um, she decides that she's going to take on more. Um, Uzwara is going to take on more um, household duties. So she's oh going to make that dinner. Was so fucking funny. <laughs> she decides to I texted to make... you and I was like, she got fucked. And now all of a sudden she thinks she's a fucking chef. Like, yep. what? <laughs> what the fuck? He, 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 fuck, he fucked her into being a chef. Um, Sh- fuck those chef please. abilities right into me. Oh, um, my God. So, <laughs> so she makes this dinner that no one can fucking handle. Even, what does Pedro say? He's like, for your first attempt. Yeah. It's it's not so, terrible. It's not terrible. Like, it's something it's like, like that. I mean, something just, like that. Not bad for your first attempt. Because I think Mama Elena is the person who says something like that. For her first yeah. attempt at cooking, yeah. it, it's not it's not that bad, right? And he was right. like, yeah, yeah, for her first attempt, it's not that bad. Yeah, but too bad she gave everyone diarrhea. Yeah, she did. Everyone was sick. Everyone was sick. Um so then we now have then we so it, going through um what's next it's the it's the quail it's the quail next it's okay so what happens is <laughs> so with uh not just death um it now um tita is now like the head cook mm-hmm. and so uh there's something else that happens uh chincha chincha does something chincha I can't remember. But well, okay, so she becomes the head chef. Right. And now um, this, the asshole sister is pregnant. Right. Yes. So he brings in a bouquet of roses to to um, lift Tita's spirits and to congratulate her on becoming head chef. Mm-hmm. And It's been one year since you've been head chef. Here's some roses. And... Which, Doesn't by the way, is his anniversary. Like, if that's the date that she became head chef, it's, like, also his wedding anniversary. Pedro, I love you because you're so stupid, and I love it. But mm-hmm. So, part of me, that's why I kind of love Pedro so much, is because he's so blinded by love for her. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't, like, yeah. he doesn't hide it. Like, no, everyone oh no, fucking knows. Like Everyone knows. Because he he gives these flowers to Tita in front of Mama Elena and Rosuaria. Like, yep. he's like, he might as well have just been like, I love you here. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so Mama Elena's like, get those the fuck out of here. No, you yeah, can't throw keep those them. away. And so Tita's like, no, I'm going to make food with them. Yep. So she infuses the food with all of her love for and her desire for Pedro. And she makes like some sort of sauce. Like, a rose. Because, yeah. Yeah. She, ma- she hears, um, What's the, sorry, what's her name again? The middle sister? No, the one who dies. The like nanny slash. Oh, Nacha. Yeah, Nacha. Nacha. She hears Nacha's voice in her head that's like, don't throw them away, make a sauce. Yeah. So she does. She does. And And then she uses the rest of the petals as garnish around the, around the plate. Let's say that it gets everyone fucking hot and bothered except for Rosuaria. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Everyone is... Super horny all of a sudden. Uh-huh. And I would just like to say, it, it's actually about, it was at the wedding that I texted you and I was like, wait, there was a movie in the 90s that was like this. 
Oh, yeah, Simply Irresistible. Simply Irresistible with, with Sarah Michelle Gellar. Uh-huh. Of course, like, the white people ripping off the people of color. But, like, that movie, she was a chef, and whatever she felt at the time that she was cooking is what went into her food. And so then whatever she, like, people who ate her food felt that as well. Now I feel really bad because I think that that magical crab that's in that movie is Nacha. It makes me sad. Oh, damn it. Okay, now I need to watch that movie again just to yeah. refresh <clears throat> my memory. Okay. Yep, talking about mm, racist. Anyhow, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so let White me read you. people have done some really terrible shit. And yep, we have. I'd apologize if I were responsible for most of those things, but I'm probably only responsible for like a tiny amount. Just a snitching. I'm not going to say I'm not responsible for any of it. I so, don't fucking know. Do you want me to read? <sighs> yes. Like, what? <laughs> I don't know what you're about to say, but yes. Okay. 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 I'm trying to read where to go to in this, where she's talking about the food. What happens? <sighs> Their eyes met, and what she saw in his made her tremble. She saw all the nights he'd been staring into the fire and longing to have a woman beside him. A woman he could kiss. A woman he could hold in his arms. A woman like her. She got her handkerchief and tried to wipe these sinful thoughts from her mind as she wiped away the sweat. But it was no use. Something strange had happened to her. She turned... This is Gertrudis. Um, oh, wait, 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 wait. No, it has to be Tita. No, because she's like... She... But it was no use. Something strange had happened to her. Oh, she turned okay. to Tita for help. Yeah, so it was Gertrudis. Yeah. <clears throat> she turned to Tita for help, but I could know she because she's not thinking of Pedro. She's thinking of um, the uh, the this oh, guy, yeah. the, this this um, Pancho Villa man, one of Pancho Villa's men. Right. Um, it that had, she saw like in the town. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She turned to Tita for help, but Tita wasn't there. Even though her body was sitting up quite properly in her chair, there wasn't the slightest sign of life in her eyes. It was as if a strange alchemical process had dissolved her entire being in the rose petal sauce and the tender flesh of the quails and the wine and every one of the meal's aromas. That was the way she entered Pedro's body, hot, voluptuous, perfumed, totally sensuous. With that meal, it seemed that they had discovered a new system of communication in which Tita was a transmitter, Pedro the receiver, and poor, poor uh, Gertrudis the medium, the conducting body through which the singular sexual message was passed. Pedro didn't offer any resistance. He let Tita penetrate to the farthest corners of his being, and all the while he couldn't take their eyes off each other. He said, thank you. I have never had anything so exquisite. It was truly a delicious dish. The roses gave it an extremely delicate flavor. I mean, in the movie, this part, the sister is fingering herself at the table. Yeah. Yeah. She starts to unbutton her shirt. She starts to unbutton it, yeah. I was like, Mm -hmm. are we going to see a tit at the table? (laughs) Yeah, I know. And then her hand starts to You see tits later, don't worry. Oh, you see plenty of tits. You also see a couple bushes. Um, You don't see And an actual penis. Yes, you do. When? At the end. Oh, I don't, I mean, I couldn't really see. Oh, I could. I was trying to because it was, I was like, Because this is when my husband walked, like, he walked by the living room. And Mr. I was just. Veronica. Mr. Veronica. And he just, he walked by and, the, like, the listeners won't see it. But what he saw was just me on the couch, mouth agape, hands in the air, like. <laughs> because I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? Oh, that was. Yeah. We'll get there. But we'll like, get there. Holy fuck. So, yes. anywho, yeah, we're at the dinner table. 
Yeah, we're at the dinner table, so they um, everyone comes. And the, even the mom in the book, the, I talked to like at how even the mother was smiling and laughing while she was eating the food because everyone was just overcome. Come. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so then after that, you have to remind me because I'm trying to remember what the next part is. Um, oh, okay. So she goes to the you, shower. Yes, you did, you said you didn't understand so much this because it's more explained in the book. Well, I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" Like, so <laughs> why the, is she because running she running from the dinner table. So to she's the consumed with like she needs to, to she to needed wash a cold shower. shower. But at the same time, the rose petals had um, cons- like they because she, she consumed they were coming out of all of her pores, and everyone within like wherever a range could well the men the one in particular that she wanted could of smell course. them and were like attracted to them so pheromones mm-hmm. and so i'm looking to see if i have it's this science one. you guys it's t- um it's fucking science okay here we go so he comes and she's she's in the shower and she comes out completely fucking naked because she knows yeah. this dude is here and he was moved by a powerful urge to arrive as quickly as possible at a meeting with someone unknown. i bet he did. In some undetermined place, but it was hard to find. The aroma from Gertrude's Again, body. I'll bet. <laughs> I'll bet. Body guided him. He got there just in time to find her racing through the field. Then he knew why he'd been drawn there. This woman desperately needed a man to quench the red hot fire that was raging inside of her. A man equal to loving someone who didn't need love as much as she did. A man like him. Gertruda stopped running when she saw him riding towards her. Naked as she was, with her loosened hair falling to her waist, luminous, glowing with energy, she might have been an angel and a devil in one woman. The delicacy of her face, the perfection of her pure original body contrasted with the passion of the lust that leapt from her eyes, from every pore. These things and the sexual desire Juan had contained for her contained for so long while he was fighting in the mountains made for a spectacular clown. So she gets on top. She gets on him naked facing mm-hmm. him. Yeah. On the horse. Juan, uh-huh. Juan had, had thrown the reins aside and was br- passionately kissing and embracing Gertrudis. The movement of the horse combined with the mi- movement of their bodies as they made love for the first time at a gallop and with great deal of difficulty. Yeah, I would fucking imagine so. Um, I'm looking to see if there's any. I, yeah, so, oh, during his relations with, with Roswell. Okay, so the, so at the same time, Pedro and Tita are watching this whole thing. Like, they're yep. watching her sister get fucked on a horse as she's, as she's riding away. So, during his relations with Rosario, what was. Rosara, Rosara. I don't know. I'm looking. I'm look, looking at it now, and I'm like, uh. um, he never had the desire to see her body or caress it. They always used the nuptial sheet, which revealed only the necessary parts of his wife's body. Uh huh. Hmm. He wanted to study, examine, investigate every last inch of skin on her lovely monumental body. Surely she'd look like Gertrudis. They weren't sisters for nothing. <sighs> So, yeah, so sister gets fucked on a horse uh, by a stranger, and, um, you know, it happens. Happens. Um, I will say in the movie that was not, like, the whole you, sex no. on a horse thing was not really No, portrayed. she just, she, yeah, they she just, just go She just jumps off. on the horse and they leave. But she is fucking naked as the day is long. She when is naked, You na- see her, yeah. mm-hmm. her hoo-ha. Naked as the day she was born. Yep, it was her, her one suit, my other suit that I wore when I was a uh, naked baby. A, a naked baby. <laughs> you mean birthday suit. Yes. Yes, that's <laughs> Yes, that's what it meant. 
<laughs> it's better when Ted says it's funnier. Anyhow, um, damn it, so funny, Ted Lasso. Um, so then, uh, okay, so Gertrude is gone. I'm trying to remember the next next part. Um, I don't know. I mean, oh, uh, oh, it's not long after that the baby comes, right? Yeah. So the other thing you need to know, but I don't know if they they talked about it in the movie was. Yes, Gertrudis was like excited about leaving, and she left with this. She ends up working at a brothel. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. Gertrudis was working in a brothel on the border. Mama Elena burned Gertrudis' birth certificate and all of her pictures, and said that she didn't want to hear that name ever mentioned again. Because Mama Elena's a fucking whore. Yep. Anywho, I think it's, it's funny that I'm calling the one person who's not a whore a whore. <laughs> um, well, I mean, by by standards of today's society. They are called sex workers, and they should have insurance. Anywho. And should not be illegal. If you're going to sell your body, who cares? Whatever. It's up to you. It's your, I mean, as it's, long as it's, it's consensual, job. whatever. Right? Somebody's, somebody has to do it, and you should have complete health care to do it. Anyhow. Um, so I'm going through to see what the next part next part is. Um, yeah, so the baby comes. So the baby comes. Okay. Um, and that is, oh, what the hell is the kid's name? I don't remember. It was really, that was rough. Um, okay, so there's this part. So what's happening, though, is right before, um, there's this part where she's making, um, tortillas. God, I'm so hungry. And this is fucking hot. So she's grinding, she's, and it happens in the movie. She's grinding tortillas Mm -hmm. without a bra on and this very Mm -hmm. loose shirt. Tita looked up without stopping her grinding, and her eyes met Pedro's. At once, their passionate glances fused so perfectly that whoever saw them would have seen but single look, a single rhythmic and sensual motion, a single trembling breath, a single desire. They stayed in this amorous ecstasy until Pedro lowered his eyes and stared steadily at Tita's breasts. She stopped grinding, straightened up, and proudly lifted her chest so Pedro could see it better. His scrutiny changed their relationship forever. After that penetrating look that saw through her clothes, nothing would ever be the same. Tita knew through her own flesh how fire transformed the elements, how a lump of cornflour is changed into a tortilla, how a soul that hasn't been warmed by the fire is lifeless, like a useless ball of cornflour. In a few moments' time, Pedro had transformed Tita's breasts from chase to experience flesh without even touching them. If it hadn't been for Chencha walking in, back from buying some uh, chile sanchos, who knows what would happen between Pedro and Tita? I'm telling you, I mean, like, it is beautiful. It's absolutely gorgeous. Like, I mean, yeah, I mean, you think about it. Like, how, how would you relate that? You, you just related a a ball of dough to someone's breasts. And mm-hmm. it's like, how is that? I guess that hot. And it's like, actually, it's kind of fucking hot when you think about, like, if someone was molding them, molding that dough, like they were, like, touching your breast. I mean, it is described as like needing a breast. So. Yeah. So the 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 baby comes. Oh well, th- there was difficulty in the baby arriving, but what happens? So they go to get this uh, doctor, Doctor Brown, who looks suspiciously like someone we know. Yes. <laughs> it was just as creepy as Doctor Brown in the book kind of looks. Not gonna lie, never want to see him naked. Anyhow, um, no, we did nope. see him topless once. Yeah, that was what made me never want to see him naked. Anyhow, it's <laughs> like, oh, that's dried up down below. Okay, well, I'm good. <laughs> I am good here. Next. <laughs> Thank you, next. Thank you, next. <laughs> In the words of 
Queen Ariana Grande. Grande. Thank you. Thank you. Next. Next. Yep. Mm. Yep. Man child. Anywho. <laughs> so, um, so, so they go to get uh, John Brown. And in fact, it was so funny in the movie because um, Pedro says to Tita, um, the baby's coming. And she's like, well, you better be hurry up because I got shit to do. Pretty yeah, much. Like, she's like, okay, go get the doctor, but I got shit to do. So yeah, like, I don't got time for your fucking wife, bitch. Okay. Up. Yeah. You, that's your wife. That's yeah, your sperm not in my there. Problem. Yep. Yeah, married people problems. <laughs> so she's praying and praying and 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 Venezuela is not like it, the baby's not coming. So she decides that she's going to deliver the baby herself. And she does. She fucking does. And it's a miracle and um all this wonderful stuff. So Dr. Brown gets there and he's like, Well, hey, who's this lovely lady? Mm-hmm. And um because she was also breach it was a difficult birth and she was still able to without having any experience delivering babies she she prayed to nacha she prayed to nacha nacha you know made it happen make it happen um so but so mama elena convinces doc brown i'm gonna call him doc brown doc brown yeah to check in on rosuera like twice a day i was like does he got time for that doesn't he have other patients i would imagine he does not have time for that no, but he sees Tita, mm-hmm. and boy, does he have time for that. Mm-hmm. And um, so the baby comes, and I'm looking trying to see what the name of the fucking baby is. I don't remember. I want to say it's Roberto. Oh, yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, so Roberto comes. And at the same time, um, what's her face? Uh, Rosuera can't provide Right, milk. she's like, that. it was a very traumatic birth, which didn't, it wasn't portrayed to me like watching the movie only. The fact that it was a traumatic birth was not. I didn't get that until they talked yeah. about it afterward. Yeah, because I mean, it's in the book. Is it is, and and well, that would make sense. I mean, it's kind of graphic to have on, on would be to have on screen, so I could get it. But um, but so she can't she she can't pr- um, produce milk. So they're they're having a wet nurse come and and as the the wet nurse is coming gets oh my God, accidentally shot so in the random. head. Yeah. It's like everything in this book where they're just like so and so's dead. They're just like she got shot in the head and's dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, On her oh. way here, she was shot in the head and died. Yep. Okay. So suddenly, um um Tita can just start to produce milk. And so she just she starts nursing Roberto. So, but the only people who know that she can are Pedro. That's it. So mm-hmm. uh, Pedro uh, and she make it like so that no one else will know. Um, because she, what she does is she kind of tells Mama Elena like, "Oh yeah, no, the baby took some broth and mm-hmm. it's completely fine and it's it's great." And so, um, from the very beginning, where she even says in the book so many times, like, I should hate this fucking baby. This is my, my love of my life's child with someone else. Mm-hmm. My, my stupid sister. I should hate this baby, but I don't. Mm-hmm. Because I delivered it. And she, mm-hmm. like... So now I'm keeping it alive. And I'm keeping it alive. Right. And so... She, also, yay for breastfeeding scenes in movies. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well... 
so that's one big thing. I don't, I don't know if I, I don't think I highlighted it, but he, there's, I mean, Pedro gets pretty stoked when he first sees her like breastfeeding because he's like, I get to see a tit. I get to see my love's tit. Yeah. And basically. that's, he's pretty excited about it the whole time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I guess you, small things in life, I guess. I guess. <laughs> um, so, uh, Mama Lena, and all along this whole time, Mama Lena, she's got, she knows, she knows what's up. She knows that, like, because they haven't had sex, but they've been, like, he's stopped her a number of times, like, cornered her, and they fucking made out real hot. And, and I think Tita got to the point where she's like, I don't fucking care. I don't care if it's wrong. I just, I love this man, and I'm just gonna just go for it. So, but Mama Elena knows, and so she's just everything in her her power to like keep them separated. Um, so, um, they decide to go to visit to go visit relatives and honeymoon or something like that with the baby in Texas. I believe is where they go. Oh well, in the movie, the mom just fucking sends them away. They just des- they decide. I think I don't think I don't I don't believe it's. Like in the movie, it made it seem like um, she was like, stay away from Pedro or I am going to send them away to visit people in Texas. Like, visit um, my cousin or whatever. I think they decide just to go. Okay. Um, and this is where it gets kind of, I'm trying to remember where everything, how everything goes in this part. This gets intense. It gets really intense because then there's there are um, federales that come to the, um, to the ranch and Mama Alina, as much of a cunt as she is, and yes, I keep saying that word and I don't care. Um, no, she's terrible. God, there's a big fly and I'm trying to kill it. <laughs> it like literally raised, it flew towards my face. I've been trying to kill this thing for fucking days. Even my boss, my boss on Zoom, she's like, Jesus Christ, that's the biggest fly I've ever seen. And it just came towards my face and I was like, oh, you son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I have a fly sweater right here. <laughs> I hope I killed it. I hope I like. Oh no, he's gone. Unless he went somewhere to die. So, anyhow, <laughs> it was big. It was this big. <laughs> okay. Anyhow, so um, big is a relative term. <laughs> <laughs> big in terms of flies, I think. I bet you, like, it could probably like if it's like pick it up like. A, Kleenex box. It's like doing a press, overhead press. And I'm like, that's a big fly. <laughs> it's a powerful fly. Um, so, uh, during the, it was actually like in the, um, I want to say the first communion, um, or the baptism uh, party. Um, I think it's the priest that says to Mama Elena, you need to have a man here. So it's like, oh, as much as she's right. a fucking cunt, she's actually running this, the, she's running the she's ranch. She's running the ranch, right. And so I guess good honor for that. Um, right. But uh, so the federales are the ones that are like, I don't, I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell who was the bad guys and who were the good guys because Same. I thought it would, it would be Pancho Villa's men, but I guess it's not. It's the federales. I don't know. Excuse me. There's not much more description in the book. So I'm sorry that I don't know Mexican history. Now I Enough feel Mexican history to understand yeah. what's going on right now. We feel really bad. So anyhow, um, during this time, there are a, there's a band of men that do come to and like um, threaten Mama Elena and, and the ranch, and she has a gun, and she's pretty much like, GTFO, um, no, we ain't doing this. Mm-hmm. And so they do leave her, but they do steal. They steal some food. They steal chickens and they steal some stuff, but they uh, they do leave. Um, 
but then, <laughs> in like other fashion in this book slash movie, um, Chencha just comes in and is like, yeah, Nicholas said that Roberta, that, that, the, that the child is dead. Yeah. And they're like, mm-hmm. who, what child? They're like, your grandson. Yeah. What? He would, I guess he wouldn't eat or the food he, he like, he had didn't, like, killed him. No one could explain why. And yeah. so Tita is fucking devastated. And mm-hmm. Mama Elena's like, you need to make sausages. Continue making sausages. Yeah. And this happens in the book, too. Like, pretty yeah. much, like, fucking do your job. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I hate you. You killed him. She pretty much says, mm-hmm. you killed him. And I will it's never forgive. Fault. Yeah, I will never yeah. forgive you for this. Um and uh, and the same thing happens in the movie that saves in the book is that she pretty much she hits her with a wooden spoon in the face. Yeah, she does. Breaks her nose. She breaks her nose. And so okay. Tita I, that wasn't clear from in the movie, but yeah, because she okay. went so so she then runs up to the um, oh, what's it called? I forget what they call it. It's it looks like um, it's called a dove coat or something like oh, that. Oh, a dove, dove yeah, coat. Dove, yeah, yeah, dove coat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dove coat or something like that. Like where she's up th- birds hang out, it looks like. Yeah, it's like the av- aviary up, up in the uh, thing. And then she's got f- feed for them. So she goes up there and Mama Just Lena come says, down. No, Mama Lena tells Nicholas to take the... the Nicholas is like a farmhand. Nicholas, take the ladder away. She can stay up there till tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But then she just doesn't come down. She doesn't. And so they Mama Elena sends for uh, Doc Brown because mm-hmm. she's like, then she's going to be hot. She's going to be institutionalized. Yeah. She literally says, like, why isn't she? She asks, what's the Checha? What, what's her name? I Chencha. Chencha. Chencha said, like, she's like, I don't know. She's just not coming down. She's like, seems like she's crazy. And so uh, Mama Elena is like, well, if she's crazy, she can't stay here because we don't have time for that bullshit. And so she just fucking sends her to, like, the crazy house is what they call yeah. it. Here's a, here's a quote about, this is around the same time. <clears throat> Unquestionably, when it came to dividing, dismantling, dismembering, desolating, detaching, dispossessing, destroying, or dominating, Mama Elena was a pro. God, what a bitch. Um, Yeah, so... So she does go... She goes with Doc Brown. Doc Brown's like, yeah, totally, totally take her. It's fine. Yeah. But he doesn't take her to the sanitarium. He takes her to his house, to his own home, his own... Like, to take care of her because her nose is broken. She's laying naked in bird feces. She literally has bird feces in her hair. In the book, it talks about how she has bird feces on her body and in her hair. <sighs> and she's, like, she's mute. She will not speak. Mm-hmm. So she... um so he takes her home. He gives her. She he cleans her up, and um, sets her nose, and she she's with him for a good amount of time because it's like three months, and she still hasn't spoken. And I still don't understand the thing about the matches. Yeah, it um, was really. I, I don't know. It it felt like that was a moment where I felt like that was a really beautiful metaphor. He's telling her, um, she hasn't spoken in months. He, she will not speak to him. She's not eating. And he says to her, he's like, I forget what he's doing. Is he like, he's cooking or he's doing some sort of science experiment. He's doing something. Yes. Well, and and some sort of science experiments involving, um, or he's making matches or something. Is that what he's doing? Yes. Mm -hmm. So he's making matches. And he, um, there's something to think about, like, 
now in 2021, like if we need matches, we fucking go to the store and we buy them. But like in the early 1900s, if you needed matches, you would just fucking make them. So he's making matches and he's talking to her about um, his grandmother. Someone told him that we all have matches inside of us. Okay. Okay. As you, so at the beginning, also at the beginning of this chapter, there's a recipe for making matches. Oh, of course there is. As you see within our bodies, each of us has the elements needed to produce phosphorus. And let me tell you something I've never told a soul. My grandmother had a very interesting theory. She said that each of us is born with a box of matches inside us, but we can't strike them all by ourselves. Just as in the experiment, we need oxygen and a candle to help. In this case, the oxygen, for example, would come to be, come from the breath of the person you love. The candle could be any kind of food, music, caress, word, or a sound that engenders the explosion that lights one of those matches. For a moment, we are dazzled by an intense emotion. A pleasant warmth grows within us, fading slowly as time goes by, until a new explosion comes along to revive it. Each person has to discover what will set off those explosions in order to live, since the combustion that occurs when one of them is ignited is what nourishes the souls. That fire, in short, is its food. If it doesn't find out in time what will set these explosions, the box of matches dampens, and not a single match will ever be lighted. I mean, it comes into play later. Comes into play oh, later. yeah, it comes into play later. Um, so, she finally speaks after three months. Um, um, and all along at the same time, what's happening at the ranch is... So this is what I said was a little different in the book than it was from the movie. So at the ranch is happening is um, these federales or whoever it is, the bad guys, <laughs> um, come in and they've, they're have they pretty much done with Mama Elena. And so they end up raping Chencha and yeah. paralyzing. Like- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Paralyzing Mama Elena. So oh, is she's, that... Okay. Yeah. So this is what's different is that she's paralyzed. Like she can't have any. And so pretty much what happens is Chencha asks for um, Tita to come home and help her. Okay. And so at the same time, you have an idea that, that Doc Brown is like fucking. He clearly has feelings for her. And she does for him. Like she, she, she does, she, she does love him. Um, because, she, I mean, where she's at is, she, like, in fact, he asks her to marry him. And she says, fuck yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna. Because what the hell does she have, for, you know, what, to, for Mama Elena? Fuck it. And then she, right. you know, then, then Chainsaw comes and is like, hey, you need to come home and help me take care of Mama Elena. So. I'm every... kind of glad she died in the movie rather than. Yes. Okay. So she comes home and she tries to cook for Mama Elena. But everything that she cooks Tastes bitter to Mama Elena, so she refuses Shocking. to eat in. Yeah, she refuses Good. to eat in her food. Please die. Well, it well it. She lasts about a month, and she does finally pass away. Good. And um, <laughs> it sounds so terrible. I know. No, I fucking hated her. Like so I told. I think I texted you. I was like, I want to throat punch most of the women in this movie. Yep. Yep. Um. Yep. Uh. Multi just two. Um. So, then, upon her death, she's cleaning out. Um. Mama Lena's room and her body getting her ready for um, burial. Excuse me. And she finds a key. And the key is to oh, a box nice. of letters. And kind of like 
trinkets and she puts the letters in order and she discovers uh, a love story between Mama Elena and her true love who was Gertrudis's father who is black oh, and okay yeah and because they say that she's I'm not going to use the word obviously yeah but yeah like she's he was biracial so um okay I'm assuming probably black and Mexican and then so um Gertrudis is then um yes that's her yeah. real father okay got it um which why in the movie she looked a lot different than her two sisters. She does look different than her two sisters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so um, there's part of there's part of um, Tita that re- has remorse. She says, "I have remorse, not for Mama Elena, but for the Mama Elena that loved this man." Sure. And oh, so at the same time, then. Um, uh, her, the second cunt comes home with Pedro and um, is is pregnant again. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Great. Thanks. And at uh, um, the same time, um, Doc Brown gives Tita this giant fucking ring. Yeah, gorgeous it's beautiful. Ring. It's, beautiful. it's beautiful. It's not and a diamond. It's, uh... it's a ruby, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she accepts it. And mm-hmm. Pedro's Boost. And okay. she's like, what you don't do you get expect? To be pissed. Exactly. She's like, like, what do you expect, dude? You, my sister is fucking knocked up with your, your jizz, dude. Like you, these are your swimmers. Your second, to, your second one. Your second one. Yeah. Let's keep this one alive. All right. Um, Ooh, dark. I know. Uh, so she, so, um, Roswana, they have the, she has the baby. This time there's no mm-hmm. issues. But immediately, Tita's in love with this baby, mm-hmm. Esperanza, which I was like, oh, God, I love the name. Oh, also, she convinced her to not name her. The sister wanted, I don't, is this the same in the book? The sister wanted to name her Tita. Yes. Because yeah. she will have to stay <clears throat> and take care of the mother until she dies. And she will never marry and all of that bullshit. And so Tita is like, no, I don't like that idea. Please don't do that. Name her Esperanza. I like yeah. that name. Um, and so, Doc. So FYI, Doc Brown. This would be the second marriage for him. Like he has a child. Oh right, he has a child already. Alex. It seems and, like his wife passed. Yes. Okay. Um, and so Alex is already taken with Esperanza, and immediately. he's like immediately, mm-hmm. and he's like, I'm gonna marry her. And, um, okay, so it says, Papa, I want to get married, too, just like you, with this little girl. They all laughed at that. But when Rosara explained to Alex that he couldn't because this little girl was destined to take care of her until the day she died, Tita felt the hair stand on end. Only Rosara would, um, would, could have thought to perpetuate such an inhumane tradition. If only Rosara had burned her mouth to a crisp. And that never, those words would never have leaked out. Those foul, filthy, frightful, repulsive, revolting, unreasonable words. Better to have swallowed them and kept them deep in her bowels until they were putrid and worm-eaten. If only she could live long enough to prevent her sister from carrying out such a dire intention. So, um... It was their confrontation. The the two of them finally kind of have it out. Yeah, so that is That's after... when I was like, just kill your sister. 
<laughs> just fucking kill her. Just fucking kill your sister. She's terrible. So, this is also the time where <laughs> where Pedro and Tita fucking do it for the first time. Yeah, they do. Finally. And they finally do it in the dark. Like, you don't see it. You it's don't like see in it. In the dark. Yeah. And you... And she thinks she's pregnant. Right. And so Doc Brown's coming back. Like, they're supposed to be, like, setting up, like, dates for shit mm-hmm. for the wedding. And she just is like... Which is Pedro's responsibility at this point. As, like, that the head of household. Did you... She almost got the fly. I did. It's like the head of household because he's married to the oldest sister and, and Mama Elena is dead. He has to approve of the wedding date. Right. And I'm trying to find... Because it happens... He finds out about the baby exactly the same way as he finds out in the book or in the book as the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to find oh, because out because the middle sister comes home. Yeah, because of the of the um, funeral, so she's already home. Uh, right. I'm, looking, I'm trying to find it really quick. Is it their um, mom's funeral? Is that why she comes home? Yes. Um, Such a happy occasion, right? Well, I mean, if you've not watched the movie or read the book, you probably think that we sound like fucking terrible people. But as soon as you, as soon as you read the book or you watch the movie, which by the way is on Amazon Prime, I think also on Apple TV, there are multiple ways mm-hmm. you can you can find it. I think what's the website you gave me? Justwatch.com. Yeah, yeah. Justwatch.com. You can find like where everything is, how you can watch something streaming. Anyway, if you watch or read, you will understand that Mama Elena is just a fucking terrible person. Mm-hmm. And you will also be rooting for her death. Yep. She's uh, awful. I mean, I've never felt that way about a character in a book or a movie. Like, hoping that this person dies. Right. I mean, I, I mean, can't say that. I will say that I probably in, like, John Wick. I've <laughs> I feel like, God, I, I hope I, you die for killing that dog, you know? But Oh, like, I couldn't even make it, Pat. I was like, no. When that was I, rough. I, I knew know. when I, that puppy showed up, I was like, I looked up, like, does the dog die? And I'm like, like it dies in a horrible fashion. I'm like, ah! I turned it off. I'm like, no, 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 no. It's no. awful. But, I mean, it's Ken Reeves, and I fucking love him, but. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so. I love a good revenge plot, though. Um, oh, shit. That's not it. Oh, that's where they they do it. Um, There's a lot of gasping. There's a lot of gasping. I mean, I would too. He's gorgeous. Anyhow, I gasp a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I love you. (laughs) Oh my God. God bless America. I can't find it. What are you looking for? Oh, here it is. Okay. Wait, no. That's not it. Oh, fuck. I'm trying to find... Um, the clitoris? <laughs> I'm trying to find that... <laughs> that too. I'm sorry, but you were like, I'm trying to find it. God damn it. Oh, I found it. No, God damn it. I didn't. I mean, honestly. <laughs> I'm trying... <laughs> I try... Okay. Oh, here it is. Okay, finally fucking found it. Okay, I'm finding where it That's happens. What he where... said. <laughs> Did you ever watch South Park bigger, lugger, and uncut? Yes. Of course I did. I saw it in the theaters. <laughs> the big giant clitters. Uh, 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 uh. Oh, Blame Canada. <laughs> oh, child. <laughs> God, I fucking love South Park. Okay, so... Sorry. Gertrudis heard 
this all calmly, not phased because Sushi tells Gertrudis, dude, knocked up, Pedro's the dad. In this revolution, she had seen and heard worse things than this. Because they don't go too much to it in the movie. Maybe a little bit. But she's part of the Mexican Revolution. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She goes and fights. And tell me, does Rosario know yet? No, I don't know what she would do if she learned the truth. The truth. The truth. Look, Tita. The simple truth is that the truth does not exist. It all depends on a person's point of view. For example, in your case, the truth could be that Rosario married Pedro, showing no loyalty, not caring a damn that you really loved him. That's the truth, isn't it? Yes, but in fact, she is his wife, not me. What does that matter? Did the wedding change the way you you and Pedro truly feel? No. To tell the truth, no. Of course not, because this love is one of the truest loves I've ever seen. Pedro and you have both made the mistake of trying to keep the truth a secret, but it will come out in time. And so she keeps talking, and blah, blah, blah. She's like, um, da, 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 da. Um, <laughs> Gertrudis, with the practiced eye she gained on the battlefield, made a strategic att- estimate of the time it would take Pedro to step over the threshold of the door so that at the pre- precise moment she could fire these words. I think you should tell Pedro you're expecting his child. Mm-hmm. A perfect mm-hmm. hit. Bullseye. Pedro struck down. Let the sack fall to the floor. He's uh-huh. done. Uh, 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 he let some of the sack come fall. Okay. He was dying of love for Tita. Startled, she turned to discover that Pedro was looking at her almost in tears. Pedro! What a coincidence! My sister has something to tell you! <laughs> what That's... fortunate timing! She's, she's got a butt in the oven! Um, so, <laughs> Pedro is... I have to say, I feel so bad. I do feel bad from this point, because he's like, let's run away. And she's like, we can't! You have a child! Right. Like, how are we supposed to feasibly do that? Yeah. I mean, I mean, I guess in all honesty, he could have taken another child and been like, this yeah. is mine. By yeah. law, this is my child. Right. And just been like, peace out. We leaving. Yeah. And, I mean. I'm out. <laughs> I wouldn't have blamed him on this front. I've been like, you, she, she's a, she a bitch. You just yeah. leave her ass. Yeah. Um, uh, but he doesn't, obviously. But he starts getting upset because John, John Doc Brown's coming back, and she's like, I, I, I can't marry him. Well, first she says that, and then all of a sudden, he's like, you need to tell her that you're not marrying him. He's like, I can't tell him that. He's like, why? She's like, because, uh, he's like, you're going to have my baby. She's like, not anymore. Not pregnant. Right. Yeah. She gets her period. It turns out she that she a, was late. She wasn't. She was late. Yeah. So, or irregular um, or whatever. Like, yeah. She wasn't actually pregnant. But she she does decide that she still can't marry Doc Brown. Yeah. She just can't. It wouldn't be fair to him. It wouldn't be fair to her because um, she's still in love with Pedro. Right. So um, And in the movie, she does tell him, like, I am still in love with... I've been in love with someone else my entire life. Yeah. And, and he knows. He's like, well, you know, it's Pedro. Pedro. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, everybody who's around them can see it. I mean, it's... Mm-hmm. Um, so then... Even the sister. The sister, because then this is where we have the confrontation. And the sister, uh, I want to find, keep talking a little bit because I want to find that scene. Because it's like, I just want to rip her face off. I want to rip the sister's face off so fucking hard in this point. Um, there's, a, there's a point, I think, after the first baby where um, the sister comes to, is it after the first baby or is it after the second one? Where, um, so it turns out after the second one, uh, the sister cannot have children anymore. Right. That, that birth was like far more traumatic. She was premature, all that kind of stuff. 
And uh, the sister comes to Tita and says, like, Pedro won't touch me anymore. And I think it's because I am very flatulent and yes. I'm burping a lot. And so, my, it's right, because after she, and she my says breath that... Smells. After she says that Esperanza is, is never going to marry, mm-hmm. Tita's like, well, you can go fuck yourself. And like, mm-hmm. whatever, the the hatred and that she she has for her sister in that moment, she puts in the food. Right. So everything she eats gives her Gives her, like, gas. horrible gas. Like, seriously, I was at first going, is that a fart? Is that a fart? At one point, you would go, has the farting started yet? And I was like, no, question mark. And then about five minutes later, I was like, oh, yes, the flatulence begins. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so... Uh, okay, so they're pretty much like at this point. Pedro and 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 uh, Rosada are like estranged. Like they're they all live on the same ranch, oh, but yeah. I don't think anybody's like Tita and and Pedro are not like they were having like hookups, but now they're not hooking up anymore. But Tita is like obsessed with Esperanza. Like she that's in her mind is her baby. She's the one feeding him, making sure feeding her, making sure she's right. like alive, pretty much because uh, Rosara is just pooping her brains out and farting her brains out. So, mm-hmm. but she comes to her mm-hmm. at one point. And she goes, "I think you and I are overdue for a talk, don't you?" Oh agree? yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, I certainly do. Yes, we have been ever since you married my boyfriend. Fine, if that's what you want, let's start there. With your wrongful claim to a boyfriend, you had no right to have a boyfriend. Says who? Is that according to you? To Mama or to you, according to family tradition, which you are breaking. Fuck you. And I'm going to break it with several more times if I have to, as long as this cursed tradition doesn't take me into account. I had the same right to marry as you did, and you had no right to stand between two people who are deeply in love. Not that deeply. You saw how quickly Pedro switched to me at the last opportunity, at the least opportunity. I married him because that's what he wanted. If you had the teensiest, teensiest strap of pride, you would have put him out of your mind forever. Well, for your information, he married you just so he could be near me. He doesn't love you, and you know that perfectly well. Look, and this is where I think Rosara, Rosara was like, oh, fuck, did I miscalculate this? Because she goes, look, <laughs> if you want, if you, if it would be better if we don't pick up the past. I don't care what Pedro's motives were in marrying me. Oh, really? Because you just did a couple of sentences ago. The fact is he did. I'm not going to let you to make a fool of me. Do you hear that? I'm not allowed to let you. And pretty much the rest of the conversation goes like, I don't care what happens with Pedro. My, that baby is like my, that's who I care about. Yeah. And, um, Rosaro is like, well, you're never going to see her again. Like you, 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 you have no say to her, which I was like, then to fucking leave, then leave. Right. But she doesn't. And this is what, I mean, it, it breaks off. This is, it's kind of, the only thing I have to say is it ends really quickly and abruptly. Like, yeah, it does. And the book is like the same way. It's like they, they have fights all through Esperanza's life about this whole thing. Um, Pedro and Tita, Pedro and Tita are not really together this whole time. They're all on the ranch together. They share moments, but they're not. Um, and Esperanza uh, falls quickly in love with Alex when she sees him as like a as an adult. Yeah, there's like a big jump. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so 
they're making she makes food for the wedding and uh Tita and the, does. in the movie you don't know which wedding they're making food for in the wedding i kind of like got an open-ended thought process between like what or i thought it was very possible that tita was marrying doc brown oh oh i guess i knew that they it was i mean i knew just because of the book but, but so in the movie though, mm-hmm. like the last conversation that uh, Tita and Doc Brown have is like, he he's saying to her like, look, if you don't feel like you can marry me because you're still in love with Pedro, then I'm not going to force you. Right. But if he, like I will love you for the rest of my life, so if you want to marry me, I am more than willing. Right. And then they like hu- like she cries and they hug and. And then all of a sudden they're making food for a wedding day. So like in the movie, I thought that maybe mm. Doc Brown was marrying mm-hmm. Tita. Yeah. But really not. Like in the, it's like a, I don't know, 18 year gap or something like that. There's a huge jump. How many is it? Is it 16 years? Something I don't like know. That? I, I, think maybe I don't 13. know that it was specified. No, it's 16. Um, I'm looking to see, cause I don't, I don't know if actually Rosara dies. In the movie, she does. She does, but I'm trying to remember if she does in the book or not. Because um, it does, it does jump really quick. Um, because the movie, it, it, well, the wedding that they're preparing food for is Esperanza's wedding, right? Um, I'm looking real quick. Um, so anyhow, the, so yes, they're they're making food, and I don't. I get breaking. <laughs> At first, Pedro didn't find it odd that he could hear Rosuara breaking wind even with the door closed. <laughs> Maybe it was the engine of one of those neighbors' motor cars, but motor cars didn't produce such a nauseating smell. Um. Yes, she's dead. She does die. So it's pretty okay. much the same as is in the book in the movie. Got it. Um. I'm not going to lie, guys. I kind of, towards the end, I started skimming because I was like, I got to get this done. Um, so they, they do, because we need to get to this ending because holy fuck. Um, so they have this wedding <laughs> so and intense. they're making all this food and everyone is fucking horny. Fucking horny from these chiles. They're like, oh yeah. even the priest, mm-hmm. the priest like goes off with somebody. Do you notice that when they're leaving? He's like, oh, right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So it was funny though. Like the chiles, um, they looked really good. They did look delicious. There's pomegranate seeds on them. And yeah. I kind of wondered if it was like a metaphor for blood, like virginal blood. It could have been. Could've of course, been. it could just be the recipe. But also, I was like, I want to eat them so bad. Like, oh my I was God, just they look so, so good. fucking hungry. So, and everyone's like... Hungry now. Com- God damn it. They're coming all over these fucking chiles, like, I mean, before and after. There was literally one chili left. That's why I thought that. Like, there the was fly- a singular chili left. And a fly landed on it. And I was like... I'd still eat it. <laughs> <laughs> it was the stem. It landed on the stem. It's fine. It was if it was that big fly that was here, it would have lifted that fucking chili up with its one one leg. Anyhow, so Doc Brown leaves, and this is like liberation. This is like for Pedro and Tita because mm-hmm. they can finally, finally be together. They can finally be together. And he actually says while they're dancing, like he wants to have another child. Like he wants to have a baby with her. Mm-hmm. And he's like, it's not too late. And um, she doesn't answer, but she just smiles. And you kind of get an idea. I mean, she's only, like, probably, I mean, 32, 30s. maybe? Yeah. Maybe so late probably, 30s? Like, I mean. I, I, maybe not even that, because she was, so 18, she was 16 when, 
Oh yeah, probably. Probably late 30s. Um, also, the age makeup made me laugh so hard in this movie because it was just like, Pedro had this interesting mustache with like, they looks like they put baby powder in. <laughs> and so did Doc Brown. Anyhow, um, so then they, they start having sex. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> do you want to? Spoil it. Like, if you don't want to know the end of this movie or slash book, stop listening. Um, okay. I'll read what's in the book. Please do. Pedro placed Tita on the bed and slowly removed her clothing piece by piece. After caressing each other, gazing at each other with infinite passion, they released the passion that had been contained for so many years. The striking of the brass headboard against the wall and the guttural sounds that escaped from both of them mixed with the sound of the flying a thousand doves flying free above them. Some sixth sense had told the doves that it was time to flee the ranch. With them fled all the other animals, the cows, the pigs, the chickens, the quails, the lambs, the horses. Tita was aware of none of that. She was experiencing a climax so intense her closed eyes glowed and a brilliant tunnel appeared before her. She remembered then the words that John had once spoken to her. If a strong emotion suddenly lights all the candles we carry inside ourselves, it creates a brightness that shines far beyond our normal vision, and then a splendid tunnel appears that showed us, shows us the way that we forgot when we were born and calls us to recover our lost divine origin. The soul longs to return to the place it came from, leaving the body lifeless. Tita checked her passion. She didn't want to die. She wanted to explore these emotions many more times. This is just the beginning. She tried to still her breathing, and only then did she hear the flutter of wings of the last doves as they flew off. Apart from the sound, she heard only the beats, hearts beating fiercely. She could feel Pedro's heart pounding against her chest. I'm sorry, I'm going to cry. This part is really... <laughs> Suddenly the pounding ceased. A mortal silence spread through the room. It took her but a moment to realize that Pedro was dead. Oh my god. <laughs> With Pedro died the possibility of ever again lighting her inner fire. With him went all the candles. She knew that the natural heat that she was now feeling would cool little by little, consuming itself as rapidly as it lacked fuel to maintain itself. Surely Pedro had died at the moment of ecstasy when he entered the luminous tunnel. She regretted not having this done the same. Now it would never again be possible to see the light because she could no longer feel anything. She would but wander through the shadows for eternity, alone, all alone. She would have to find some way, even if it wasn't her official one, of striking a fire that would light the way back to her origin and to Pedro. Sorry, that was really, really beautiful. I'm sorry. Um, so... And a lot, I mean, I'm not going to, this is very long. Um, but what I think in the movie was so beautifully pictured, like, just, you know, so she lights up from inside and she dies. She immolates herself pretty much from the inside. She is a match. She, she lights herself up. Well, in the movie, and, she eats the matches. Yeah, she eats the matches. That's right. She eats yeah. the matches. Right. And, um... She like it. They they spark inside of her, mm-hmm. and um, she immolates herself, and, and everything uh, just fucking burns to the ground. You know what I did like though? There was so when she was really depressed about 
Pedro marrying her sister, because who wouldn't be? She was <clears throat> knitting or crocheting. It, the I, she was, right, like this quilt. And then, like, when she was taken away to the, quote, crazy house, the quilt was, like, trailing behind the mm-hmm. carriage. And then that's the quilt that she also covered herself in. Yeah. When she emulated herself. And then we have the next scene is um, you find out that the woman at the beginning, uh, who is pretty much the narrator, mm-hmm. is her grand grandniece. Yeah, it's, Esperanza's, it's Esperanza's daughter. daughter. So, uh, because then Esperanza comes back from her honeymoon to find the entire ranch like burnt to the ground. Yeah, yeah. So, whew. Oh, God. Okay, so that's that. Uh, It was a ride. It was a ride. Uh, I mean, okay, so let's just go on. Let's let's, let's, let's start with the movie. Like, like, just let's give, like, yes or no to the movie, and then I can give yes or no to the book. How about that? Okay, yes to the movie with a couple caveats. First of all, Mm -hmm. understand that this was made in the 90s. Yeah. So you're dealing with, like, 90s-style acting, you're dealing with 90s-style special effects, and, like... It just is what it is, okay? Mm-hmm. You just have to, like, suspend your sense of disbelief there. Disbelief there. You're not getting a 2020 movie. No. You're getting a 1990s movie, okay? Um, also, from, like, if you are a white person from yeah. America, understand that, like, this to me, when I watched the movie, I was like, this is some, like, you should be reading this in literature class kind of shit. Oh, yeah. This yeah. is not like a, I'm going to pick this up as a, as an easy romance read. This is like, you should have no. studied this in, in history class or like in a literature class in college or, mm-hmm. or and whatever. And understood the Mexican history that goes along with and it. And understood the Mexican history that went along with it, but then also under, like studied magical realism, which we yeah. have not really gotten into. But oh, like, what will we talk about a little bit now? Okay. So, um, magical realism is a 20th century style of fiction. Um, it is heavily based in, or it's heavily used in Latin literature. Um, trying to, it as a literary fiction style, magical magic realism paints a realistic view of the modern world while also adding magical elements, often dealing with the blurring of the lines between fantasy and reality. Magical realism, perhaps the most common term, refers to literature in particular with magical or supernatural phenomena presented in an otherwise real world or mundane setting, commonly mm-hmm. found in novels and dramatic performances. Oh, I was going to say, I can see, so we were talking a little bit before we started, there's so many different cultures that I think take that, I mean, it is mostly well known for Latin American, but I also see it a lot in, you can see it a lot in African um uh, stories also like uh, mm-hmm. novels and things because sure. they do have a lot of that magical realism that um, um, like some sort of spiritual element mm-hmm. or like yeah because one thing that we didn't really talk about um, during this episode but uh, Mama Elena comes back in the form of a ghost to continue yeah. to ridicule her daughter and she does in the book too mm-hmm. fucking asshole uh, <laughs> but there are like there are magical elements like the way that they even portray um the first time that tita and pedro have sex 
there's like literal sparks. It looks like yeah. someone filmed like the top of a campfire, you know, like yeah. the, the sparks that are still coming up from the wood, you mm-hmm. know, and that happens again. Like that same kind of imagery happens when the fi- when she emulates herself. So mm-hmm. it's there's a lot of like um, I described it when I was talking to Mr. Veronica about it. I <laughs> talked about like lore, like there's there's just this element of of um like oral tradition that happens that i think is very prevalent in african cultures in hispanic cultures and in native american cultures Mm -hmm. that is less so for white americans that that's just not as much of a part of our culture no because i think um we don't there's there wasn't the um oral like we said like oral tradition that that other cultures have had um as a way uh, because what they usually do the white people usually just came over and took everything that they fucking wanted and basically that was, yeah that was it general generalization but that's pretty yeah. accurate yeah and whatever we you know we wanted from i would say probably of the white people probably the only things that i would say are on par with that might be druid Druid um, culture, like. Did you get the fly? <laughs> I did. Oh my god. <laughs> FYI, I got it with my hand, guys, which is gross, but I got it with my fucking hand. I'm that fast. Anyhow, fastest wow. hand, fastest hand in the West. Yep, fastest draw in the West. Good job. Yep. Anyhow, Excellent that, work, that, Ray. Fu- fucking that his maker. Anyhow. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but I'm trying to think of like of like I mean we've all like, heard stories of like our you know our own ancestors and our own grandparents our own great grandparents and but, but it's not the same like it's not steeped in tradition that like these these other uh, cultures are you know yeah no I totally agree with that it's it's just not the same no, I'm, and, I'm, and I think Drew, just because I'm trying to think of something that's like that we as white people have taken, because <laughs> we do that. We don't. Besides mm-hmm. land, we take other people's like you know cultures. Cultures, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and I was thinking something like you know, there's a reason why Christmas is a certain white because Druids had oh, that yeah. at a certain yeah, point. Uh-huh. So, um, and and I'm just, but I'm trying to think, and also like I. I don't know. I'm just, I'm sitting here trying my drawing. Uh, well, well, okay. So, um, Scandinavians. So with like, like Nordic sure. mythology. Yeah, they have, yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but no, but nothing like. A nothing whole, like. No, not a like whole Like what culture. we're dealing with here. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. Not, not in an American sense. Maybe in like a Scandinavian well, sense. And then you well, have the Greek, like Scandinavians who have come here. Sure. Great Greek mythology. But again, yeah. That's not an American thing. That's no. a Greek thing. No, that no, has maybe agreed. Come to America through immigrants. Well, I was saying like just as a white thing. Oh, sure. I, are Greeks yeah. white? Are, I, they're white. I'm not, I, I never thought about it to be honest. I know. I honestly don't know. I don't. I don't. I, I don't, don't know, know how you would. The, what, the Mediterranean. Maybe they don't want to say that they are. I, would not blame I them. wouldn't either. I have a good way to be like I am not white. Um, but yeah. So, but. Um, I can't. I don't know where I was going with that one. But yeah, you're no, talking I about how like the the traditions and the um, 
the oral tradition specifically is just not that's not a no. thing that is carried down no through american white people well also americans haven't when you're looking at the grand scheme of things this country is 250 years old we are a babies we're babies. we're babies i mean we are maybe teenagers and yeah. petulant as teenagers so mm. like it's not it's just not the same like it's we need just t- not we, the same we need we need to be grounded mm-hmm. a little bit a little bit yeah a little bit I mean, if you're talking about Native Americans, like, that's, again, different. Like, the white people came and stole everything. But They did. They did. Whew, um, this is why I don't like Thanksgiving, you guys. I just like turkey. And yeah. <laughs> I like turkey. And then being able to start to listen to Christmas music and not feel ashamed about it. Anyhow. Oh, November 1st. I don't I don't have any fucking shame oh, about that. I, I guess publicly, like I should say public. I skip over Thanksgiving entirely. Oh, I think the last few years, my Christmas decorations have been up by Thanksgiving, at least. If they're not up by, like, Black Friday is, like, the latest that I will put up my fucking Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. Like, it's going up. And it will stay up until Martin Luther King Day is, like, usually the day that I agree to finally take it down. Epiphany but if I have my me. way, I would leave it up until, like, February. Epiphany. I go okay, that yeah. Catholic route. Like, that's kind of acceptable. Like, what is yeah. that, like, the 6th usually, January 6th? Something it's like, like a week, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah we, fair. Should all, we should all remember it this year. January oh, 6th. Anywho, yeah, white people, we're the greatest. We Anywho, so awesome. Um, no, I mean, I think there's something absolutely charming about magical realism, and I think yeah. that there is something so in depth and so captivating that unfortunately we will not like like we like i said last week when we talked about uh, a lot of audio there's some things that i am not gonna unfortunately have reference a frame of reference because i'm white we're so we're the white people mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and and this is this is one of them i mean i can enjoy it and still get a lot from it but Mm -hmm. i don't have that connection to which um unfortunately that i i think those in these cultures have but it's so it it is beautiful. I mean, oh, it's fucking gorgeous. It really is. So yeah, I would recommend the movie. But of course, like, just remember. I mean, there were definitely a couple points where I was like, "What the fuck?" But yeah. you know, it's the again, it's the nineties, <laughs> like a genre that is that is not as prevalent in American culture, mm-hmm. and so take that into account. Yeah, you know, like just set aside that for a minute and try to appreciate like the genre that you're watching because it really yeah. it is very cool and i'm gonna say yes i'm gonna agree also pedro's fucking hot he's um, very cute and uh but i'm also gonna say the book um if you like i read it i obviously was reading for this and i had a few days to read it like i was fast fast you know if you have time to sit down and really savor it I think please do. I think it's beautiful. It's absolutely gorgeous. It's fucking gorgeous. And I can see why it won all the awards it won. I mean, look, you guys just heard it. I started tearing up. Right. It's like, it's beautiful. And, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, yes, Probably please not do. appropriate for like a high school literature class. Cause there's so much sex in it, but like, or like discussions oh. of sex. Do you think? I don't know. I think so. I think it'd be you fine. You think it'd be okay? Yeah. I mean, I mean, read, I didn't read the book. So they read, um, what the fuck? Faulkner and shit like that. No, I think it's fine. Okay. I mean, I read House of Spirits in high school. Yeah. I mean, I know it's been banned because of the sexual situations, but it's not like... it's. I w- let's... Hang on. Let's step back. It was not banned because that's the reason it was given. It was probably banned because a person of color wrote it. Oh, I'm sure. 
I'm sure. But the reason was sexual situations. However, there are sexual situations in Romeo and Juliet. Right. I mean, and I read that shit when I was 14. There's no like in and out in there. Like they're not talking about him like entering her or anything like that. It's not like like a graphic sex scene. No, no. And And therefore. Right. Where's the, what's the common denominator here? What's the common denominator? Skin color. Between so many banned books. Yes. Let's just consider it for a fucking second. Yep. I'm not, like, maybe listening to this episode and maybe even our last episode that we are the white people. We're not, we're not trying to, like, bash our own race or whatever. But, like, there's nothing, a little bit, but there's nothing wrong with, like, looking at your history and understanding how maybe it's not as perfect or as generous or as beautiful as the history books have pointed it out to be. Because let's remember that history books are written by the winners. Right. So, like, let's just take a moment to consider more perspectives. Because if you look at the banned book list, you will see mostly authors of color. And honestly, if 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 you worry that you're going to feel guilt about it, Maybe feel a little bit of guilt. Maybe you it, should. That's maybe fine. accept that guilt. Accept that guilt and just enjoy it for what it is. Not the guilt, but the book for what it is. Is a beautiful, you know, um, love letter to uh, uh, that time period and you know Mexican history and this love that you know transcends a whole lifetime. Mm-hmm. Enjoy yes. that. I think and, at the uh, wedding he even says like I have loved you for twenty two years and I can finally, finally with you yeah you find that a lot in magical realism too is that it's always like that love that has been there forever Mm -hmm. and they finally and it's usually something tragic happens that they can't be together but um yeah i would totally recommend um we we did see something about trigger warnings i don't think i honestly don't uh, about the about the movie because she because Chencha got raised but they well, don't all show of a sudden, it or like, anything. Chencha is like being like well I think manhandled. Her, they sh- she's being manhandled. I think they show like her shirt being ripped open. You know so like I you didn't know how far what... that was gonna go. Yeah, but... I mean it's mentioned in the book, but it's not graphic. But just to give you a heads up, and I should have given you a heads happen. up, but I didn't think about no, it. No, I just was like, whoa, I didn't expect that to be happening. <laughs> like, yeah, hello. Yeah. Um, but I mean but... it's it's not. It's I've read romance novels that are they're worse than that. So yeah. Yeah. Um, it was it does not go in depth into that. No. It's implied that it's happening and it's awful, but like it's it's not a lengthy it's not right. lingered upon. Right. So if if that's something that bothers you, just know like that's what you're kinda getting into. It's quick. Right. You don't have to they don't dwell on it. It is lovely. Okay. It is really lovely. It is. Um, and I am glad that that we, well, it was, I mean, it was entirely your suggestion. I'm glad that we ended up covering this because it is something that I, looking back at, like, I, I think it was senior year. It, yeah, it was senior year that we read The House of Spirits. Mm-hmm. And I understand why that one was chosen over this one. Mm-hmm. But in terms of, like, if you're going to look for a book on magical realism, like... Or if you're going to look for some sort of um, Hispanic author to mm-hmm. cover, this is a good one. I mean, this is, it covers the history of the time, or at least it touches upon the history of the time. Um, I believe The House of Spirits takes place bef- 
before before this. I think it's earlier in history. I think it's like the 1800s, earlier in the 1800s, if I'm not mistaken. It's been many years since I've read it. Our friend Lee read it um, at one point because I mm. had so highly recommended it. Um, obviously, all me. He had no choice in the matter. Um, <laughs> and he did say that he enjoyed it. It's it's kind of long, like. I want to say 350 pages or so. Yeah, and I want to say this one was really short. I mean, yeah, it, it was, was only 170. Well, the thing is, when I pulled it up, though, in my book, on my Kindle, it was 176. Okay. So I think they figure in, they're taking out the recipes pages. Oh, okay, yeah. Because I think the print version I saw, like, the paperback was, like, 250 pages. I mean, that's not, it's not long for a no, novel. No, uh-uh. Not at all. So... Um, and on that same note, we're talking about magical realism and uh, Mexican history. And I know it's a different genre, but I'm going to bring up Guillermo del Toro mm. because he is a Mexican um, film director and producer, mm-hmm. screenwriter, blah, blah, blah. Yep. You know him from uh, Shape of Water. But mm-hmm. I, I also want to bring up, because that's really not, has nothing to do with Mexican history. I do want to bring up a couple of his movies that, um, since we're getting into spooky season, but they do deal with Mexican history. So if there's something that you like, you kind of like creepy movies, but you also like Mexican history. Um, Devil's Backbone is uh, a fantastic. It's not super gory or anything like that, but it does um, it does take place during the Spanish Civil War. So um, and it's it gets into a lot. I mean, it's the last year of the Spanish Civil War. So um, it, you have that magical realism a lot in that too. Obviously, it's a horror movie, so you'd have that in there. I can't wait for my kid to start take like when she gets to school and she takes history classes. You know, I'm going to read all the fucking history books. Oh, yeah. We should. In part to double check them. You should. I've already told you that, like, uh, so you're invited formally. Um, Lee and I have already talked about how, like, we're going to have parties where, and by parties, I mean me and him sitting at the table drinking cocktails while our daughter, like, my daughter tells us what she's learning in history class. And then we sit there and, like, fact check it. (laughs) And just, like, make sure that it's, like, up to snuff. Um, And specifically about some more recent events um mm. to see i mean she gets to that civil war era i'm i'm you're in it you're in it i, I will have the, you like, i'm the expert on that one mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when you get to your unit on civil war aunt ray is coming over and we're gonna mm. discuss what was I'm... accurate also let's watch hamilton again okay <laughs> which unfortunately not historically accurate but that's fine we'll take it it's okay That's a really good lesson on historical drama Mm. and how things can be dramatized for entertainment value, but how important it is to understand the difference between the entertainment media and the historical events. Also, if it gets people excited about history, I'm all for it. Let's do that. You want to get people excited about history? Fucking talk about Hamilton. Make that your starting point. Absolutely. There's a reason I got a minor in this bitch. Because I love it. Holla. I fucking love history. I do too. I did Uh, not like it when I was younger. I didn't. Like when I was in school, I did not like it. But actually it was college when I started to get really interested in history. Yeah, that's when it was like government history for me. I mean, when I started in high high school, I do really, I hate to say it. I hope none of the teachers I had would listen to this, but I didn't so much care. You guys were boring in high school. (laughs) Uh, well, it's boring when you're just like in this date this happened like when you're doing it yeah. for memorization no one wants to remember dates they, no. no and you know what now that's not even like uh having to do remediation on uh, state testing 
dates aren't even a big thing anymore. Oh, good. So they just need you to know the it's point. It's fucking pointless. Who cares? Yeah. Fucking, who cares? I mean. I mean, remember, like, the general time. You know? Like, this happened in the 1800s. Yeah. This happened in, like, well, I don't know. When was the Declaration of Independence signed? 1776. We should probably yep. all know that. 1776. Anyhow. Don't, <laughs> Speaking of Hamilton. D- I absolutely hear it in my mind. Yep. Um, 17. 1776. 70, I mean, like, um, absolutely in my mind. So, in case in those of people in Ohio and want to know about the end of course exams for Ohio, oh, is good. the state, the history exam, the American history exam, is actually from 1945 to the present. So, post World War II. Yep. Seriously, nothing before that? Mm-mm. Okay. I feel like maybe there's some important shit. You have to know the important things like the Monroe Doctrine. You need to know the Bill of Rights. Certain the documentation you need to know. But other than that, no. Oh, okay. God. Anywho. I feel like maybe there's an issue there. Like maybe a lesson as to why people have forgotten so many important things from World War II. I don't know. Like, like the rise of Hitler? Well, Reconstruction would be a big thing on my list. Let's talk about that for oh, a while. Oh, fucking hell. Um, I think some things are clicking into place for me. Yeah. Maybe okay. that's an independent study for your child. Do you really... I mean, honest to God, do you think that my, my kid is, A, going to have summer reading that I will do with her, and also many independent studies? My, she's going to hate my guts. She's going to be you- trying to mima Elena me. I knew a Montessori school that closed that you could have sent her to. (laughs) (laughs) Anywho. She's going to be at, uh, I'm not going to say, like, identifying features, but she's going to be at, like, Shay, insert name here, where, like, we go through a whole course load of things that are important. I come from a line of teachers, award-winning teachers. And so, like, she's going to understand the CCP at CCP at early man mm-hmm. uh, FYI for you guys out there BYU actually has a huge catalog of online courses that you can bring them young is that what you're talking about mm-hmm. okay that's uh, cool huge yeah it's a huge cor- it's a huge course list um, we, we actually used at uh, a certain high school that closed uh, that I worked at uh, we used a number of them that's how they used to do their credit recovery uh, for some of their courses that's anywho cool. should we talk about What's happening and changes? Yeah. Ch-ch-changes. changes So. Ah, oh, Bowie. Oh, R.I.P. I was actually R. thinking R. of that song, Under Pressure, today. I'm like, both of these people are dead. Oh. <sighs> um, listen, Bowie and Freddie Mercury are, are people that are brought up semi-frequently in my house. Um, mm-hmm. Is the fly in your drink? No, there's something else in my drink. That's Perfect. Um, first of all. My child dressed up as Freddie Mercury for Halloween a couple years ago. Not sorry. Everything oh, was awesome. It was amazing. amazing. Um, and then also, also, you know, Bowie. Like, hello. Should Luna and Bucky S. Barnes dress up like Freddie Mercury and Bowie for yes Halloween? Okay. Yes. I'll get I'll get uh, Mama Ray on that. Do it to make that. Oh, outfit. Mama Ray. So. <clears throat> This will probably be the last. No, it's not the last. Okay, so what we're doing is, guys, we need to take a little bit of a break of every every week. Um, the thing is, when we started this podcast, we were like, um, every other week is what we can do. Like that, yeah. we have we both have full time jobs. Yeah, 
we you know have things to do. We have lives. Yeah. We have, we have, we have things. Um, and then recently we were like, hey, um, how did we get a weekly podcast? Because remember when we said it would be like bi-weekly? Yeah. And now it's weekly. Shit. I, I blame Passion Flicks, but, you know. Oh, yeah, for sure. Do you want to blame Tosca? Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's fine. I mean, us tall blondes got to stick together, but, yeah. <laughs> um, so, for right now, what we're going to do is P- P2S, PTS, P2S is going to be sporadic. It's never, it's not going to be every week. Every other, yeah. It won't be like an every other week kind of. Yeah, deal. right, right. Maybe now. once a month or. So. Yeah. It just happens that I think in the next coming up, it's, <laughs> we are lying to you, but, um, uh, so what's coming up. So we'll just give you a heads up of what, what we're looking at for this next, next book is the, uh, Abbe Jimenez book. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the Happily, happily Ever, Ever After, after play, playlist. playlist. Yes. And then we are going to take a break. And then we are coming in with an arc of one of our dearest friends. Oh my God, Lucy Monroe. She's amazing. She's um, so sweet. Her arc of His Majesty's Royal Heir. So if you go back and you listen to, Queen it would have been episode Royal. 11 yeah. and a half, 11.5 of Queen by Royal Appointment. Um, we also got an an, an ARC of that. So um, she reached out to us and she was like, hey, the next one's coming out, which we were super excited about. Like, I think it was after that book, we, we were asking, like, what happens to Constantinos? Yeah, yeah. And uh, she was like, you will find out. Don't worry. And so, we are going to. I'm and we are going to because we have our we have our ARC copies. Yeah. So uh, we'll do that um, on October 19th. And that book releases, I think, on October 26th. So we'll do ours just before it comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm super excited. I am very excited. <laughs> Also adore that woman. I can't yeah, wait to some point meet her so and give her the sweet. biggest hug on the planet. I want to hug her so bad. Yeah. We love you, Lucy. We do love you, Lucy. Um, okay, so then probably our our plan, actually, is on the 26th, because we wanted to do a spooky one. Mm-hmm. So page to screen for October 26th is going to be Warm Bodies. I'm so excited. So we'll, I, w- I would like to read Warm Bodies and then um, we will watch the movie and we'll talk about it. Yeah. After that, um, oh, let's November's- not talk about November yet because we still, we're hoping to have a guest back. We're hoping to have Lee back. Well, I can easily probably say, so there's going to be two. It'll probably be Lee's book, the book we do with Lee. And then we do have a book at the end of the month from an African writer. Yeah, the South uh, African writer. Talking about magical realism. Oh, is it really? Uh Uh-huh. Okay, cool. It's about magic and everything. Yep. Yes. Yeah. So, And I can't think of the name of it right now, so I'm not going to try to like, you know. In our schedule, it literally says the South African one. Yeah. Because I don't remember the name of it. I'd have to look at my net galley. Because it is an arc. So it's an arc for us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so. so that will be November probably. It's like hopefully having yeah. Lee back to discuss one and then the South African one. And then in December, we're going to do probably a Christmas one and a Hanukkah one. Yeah, and then we'll talk about Page to Screen because at that point, possibly Passion Flicks will have released we'll have, maybe shorts. Yeah. And that so, would be fun because that's like that's quick. Um. So before we go, speaking of, we're talking about Page to Screen and things coming up. I think we need to talk about the elephant in the room right now. Bridgerton. Yes. 
And then also, I want to just go off a little bit about the fucking controversy that's happening. Yeah, because I don't. You asked me if I knew about this controversy, and I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, so let's just first takes on the. Okay, so today, because there's what is it called? Tadum, Tadum. I think it was called. There's something that's out. It's like a it's a fan convo on Netflix. Like Netflix is releasing like um, uh, previews of like The Witcher, um, Doom Patrol. I need to watch The Witcher. I liked it a lot. I mean, it's fucking Henry, Henry Cavill. Cavill. I liked it. I don't know if you'd like. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't care. I'm gonna watch it. Henry Cavill. I'm just saying. I don't know. It's kind of like it's you know medieval and there's yeah. witches and shit. I don't know. I mean, I like that stuff, but eh, why not? I mean, it's based on a, on a video game. Whatever. Oh well, then um, my husband will probably like it. Mr. It's Veronica a video game, and then it. they made yeah, Mr. Brown, and they made it into a book. Then I think I don't know. Whatever. I'm not gonna read it. Doesn't matter. Again, Henry Cavill without a shirt on. Hello. Yep. <laughs> uh, he fucks a lot in that movie or that show too. I mean, he fucks a couple times. Oh, uh, I'm not. I'm not sorry. No, no, no. So not sorry. No. Um, I'm trying to think of what else they they pre pre previewed. <laughs> Um, but Bridgerton was one. They released the first scene or the first um, the f- like a preview from mm-hmm. yep um, of Anthony and Kate. And Kate. Is it Kate or Catherine? It's Kate. Or, okay. Yeah. And um, I, having read the book, fucking loved it. I loved it. I loved their chemistry. I can't wait to read it. I'm I'm waiting until this. We're closer to the season being released. So, and we'll decide what we're going to, guys, we'll decide what we're going to do with that. Because, like, this, when, if you remember what we did for the Duke and I, we, 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 it was a huge ass long episode. And I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it was. I think we should do, I think we should separate it. I think we should that's do fine. book. Maybe. And then we do a page to screen for Yeah, I think the that's show. fair. I think that's fair. Um, so, uh, and it is, it is, you know, I mean, it's going to be interesting. It'll be very interesting. But I, the joke is on Twitter is the last shot of Anthony of John Jonathan Bailey. He looks at the so camera. Pretty. He turns. He turns around and he has this look like the fuck. And it's like at that moment, Anthony fell in love with Kate. And I'm like, yeah, you can see it. It's like watch it again because you're like, yeah, I'll have to watch it again. Yeah, and I know what I know where it is in the book, and I'm like. Some time yeah. passes, right? No. Uh-uh. No? Like, well, wait. No. Time between the first and the second book. How much time passes? Not much. Oh, wait. Is it a new season? It's like the next season of... It's like probably the next summer, right? Yes. Yeah. Because okay. the, the Sharma sisters are new to town. Yeah. Okay. So it's and like... A... Because the season is like the beginning of the summer and... It's when Parliament is in session. I learned, I mean, I, I remember hearing that, but then I learned it in the book that I just finished. They were thinking, every time it's the season is when Parliament is in session. What the fuck does that mean? Because then all of, like, the lords and everything are in session. Like, it's like, okay. Congress. It'd well, be like I, Congress. Well, yes, I understand what but, Parliament like, if, like, But no, 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 but, like, if season would be if when co- Congress was in session. Okay, so how often is fucking Parliament in session? I don't know. I'm, I don't know. Because I'm about say, to have a fucking rant about how they need to work more. All right. British listeners, please talk to us. Um, yes, British listeners, please talk to us about how often Parliament is in session. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm looking to see if there's something to tell me, like, really quickly, like, uh... Also, there could be differences because, like, this is not taking place in 2021. 
Right. I mean, like, I don't know what what it. Anyhow, so, yay. Um. Also, we t- so I tweeted earlier today. Um, I retweeted the Bridgerton like the the first scene or whatever. Um, just with the words "here for it" with popcorn and wine. Hashtag Bridgerton, Anthony. Um, Queen Penny Reed liked that tweet. Currently, the like the only person. It's okay. Who is like that tweet? Um, other than me from my personal account. And um, we died, just so you know. Yep. We died. Um, so another thing I want to tell you that you're going to very get very excited about, there's a corgi in this book. Oh, I remember you telling me about that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Kate, Kate has, has corgis, corgi. right? Yep. Yes. Yeah, Kate has a corgi. Cor- and, and I forgot the name of the corgi, but he plays, he's a little fat corgi, and he plays quite a bit of a part at one point Anthony has to go running after him and falls in the lake I think yeah so does he uh, come out of the lake like Colin Firth I don't remember it's been it's been a while it's been a hot minute it's supposed to Um, come out in January so but they've also had hopefully like yeah yeah they've had um because they were talking delays because they've had COVID shutdowns and whatnot well somebody posted on Twitter like um there actually hasn't been a quote-unquote date release because they said, oh, we know that the Queen is coming out April 2020, you know, 22. No date on Bridgerton. So, hmm. yeah. Okay. Anyhow. So, um, basically so what big... we'll end up doing is we'll pencil in, like, when we finally have a release date for yeah. the next season of Bridgerton, we will pencil in the Viscount Who Loved Me. Yeah. And um, then the page to screen will be Bridgerton. I think that's a good idea. So the big controversy is everyone's like, I don't know, it's it's these people who are fickle, I think. Everyone's like, well, after this season, then the show's going to be garbage. And it's like, so everybody who's like, I guess, um, oh, Ben Benedict. People who Benedict don't want to deal with Benedict? Benedict and, no, it's not even just that. Benedict and Sophie and Colin and Penelope. And I'm going to be like, listen, if you were true no, there's fans. Too much, there's too much of a, of like, it's getting, much it's getting violent. Stan. It's getting violent. Like, but, people but, are like... But pollen Twitter is, like, so passionate. I disagree. Like, people who think that Oh, you are and me dicks. are both. Right. Like, I don't really care. The, I'm not excited about the Benedict book. I will read it when we a year from now when we get right. there. I'm not going to read it before then. However, I have read Penelope and Colin's book 4,000 times. Because every time I, like, I read it, parts of it, I'm like, oh, my God, I need to finish this. I need to read it again. So don't give me this bullshit. Obviously, you're not fans. That's the thing. It's like, you're not fans. You're not fans you have... of the book. Like, you're not fans of the series. You're not fans of, the, of like, Colin, I guess. I mean, I, or, I, I just of don't. Of the series. Right. Because like, it's the same way. It's like everybody with, um, to um, Sir Philip You just want to watch um, fucking, what's his name again? Ray Jean Jonathan Page. Bailey? Oh, Ray Jean, oh, Ray Jean, Jean Page. Ray yeah. Jean yeah. Page, who is not yeah. in the second season. No. And he doesn't need to be. Because honestly, in, like, even in Colin's book... Um, uh, bu- 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 Daphne shows up. S- Simon's not in in that book at all. Daphne Fair. is. I mean, he's he's a fucking duke. He's like doing shit. He's got shit to do. He's got shit to do. He's got a parliament to be in. I guess I don't know. I don't know. We don't suck. Know. Please tell us more about English history. Um, I should know this. Um, so yeah, so that was that's the big controversy. It is getting fucking heated. Okay, everyone he, needs to calm even, down. In the words Tessa of my girl, da- Taylor Swift, you need to calm down. Even Tessa Dare was like, this is ridiculous, guys. 
Yeah. When you when you piss off the queen, Tessa Dare, come yeah. on. Yeah. Like the queen of historical romance, aside from like Eloisa James. My girl. Well, the, yeah. And my, my girl and Lisa. And Amanda Quick. Oh, Ali- and, oh my God. There are so many of them. We need a court. I know. Yeah, they're all they're all they're all queens in my. They're heart. all queens, queens. Um, so yeah, they're all getting pissed. I was like, guys, calm down. It's gonna be enjoyable. It doesn't matter. It it's does gonna not be matter. fine. It's a romantic history. Come on, it's gonna be enjoyable. It doesn't Listen. matter. Listen, visit back with your couples that you enjoyed from the season before, because that's the way Bridgerton is. They- We're gonna get to see Jonathan Bailey. Okay, so everyone, shut your whore mouths. Jonathan yeah. Bailey. As the Viscount, okay? And then we're also going to get to see other beautiful men. And then we will also see incredible fucking costumes. Yep. And beautiful imagery. Okay, listen. Shonda Rhimes, I have some issues with her. But she knows what she is fucking doing. Mm Mm-hmm. So I I really do have faith in Shonda Rhimes. After seeing that clip today, I was like... I am not worried in the least. You're nope. gonna do. You're gonna do this because this is like I've I've said this. You guys have heard me say this about four thousand times. It's Colin and it's Anthony's books are my favorites. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You are not gonna. I, I was like, she ain't gonna do me wrong. No, nope. this is gonna be great. Shonda gonna is fun. not gonna do you wrong. I, she really I mean, won't. I was. I was. Now so she will kill everyone you love. However, she won't she with won't, these because she, she can't. She can't. Right. But. I, when when she, when we found out who Kate there was gonna be a Kate Sharma, I was like, I was super excited. I was about that. so fucking out of Oh board. my god! Speaking of the third season of Sex Education, just came out. I haven't seen any of it. I want to watch it. Oh, so that's right. She's on it, isn't she? Yes, I love that show. That show is so so good. Well, it was funny because Nicola Coughlin, the one who plays Penelope, Penelope was talking about how she's like, guys, I'm going back to being Dairy Girls, but. They're waiting for me to finish up Bridgerton this se- season, and then I'm going to go put on my green sweater. I've not watched that show. It's on my, like, to watch. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I knew when I when we saw who Kate Sharma was going to be, I was like, she can fucking, one, she can fucking get it. Talk about She's beautiful. Oh, God, she's gorgeous. And, because you know this whole season, so the whole the crux of um, Anthony's book is, Anthony actually wants to, is going to, wants to marry her sister. Right. And she's like, Fuck no, yay! You're a rake because you've been fucking opera singer. Because she's she walks in on him fucking an opera singer, the opera singer from the first season. Perfect. Yeah. So that's why I said there's an overlap because I mean, obviously he he cuts ties with her at the end of that. So she's already met him when this comes comes the season starts. So yeah. So I mean, it's one of those. This book is like if you want some female empowerment, this is your fucking. Season. Very excited. And guess what? Very There's excited. no rape. So I'm excited about Perfect. that. Perfect. Very excited about that. Yeah. Anywho, so that's my rant on Bridgerton season two. I'm excited about it. I, I truly am excited about it. Also, I never know what day it is or the month, apparently, because earlier today I was like, yeah, October. No, it's not. It's currently September. We're so close. We're so close to spooky season. I'm, I'm itching. I'm itching to put some dark decorations up, but I said, do May. it. Nay, you will wait till October 1st. Ugh, whatever. I support you. You want to put decorations up? Do it. I gotta prepare. Alright. I have a lot of decorations. This is my first time putting the decorations in my new house. It's true. It's true. <sighs> to see if my kid wants to do any decorations for Halloween. I've asked her multiple times what she wants to be and she just keeps telling me a lamb. I'm like, What? I kind of love that. This makes no fucking sense. But if that's what you want to, but it does. 
You could you could <laughs> silence out that. Like a little black mark on her mouth. Have a lamb stop screaming, Clarice. It's no one ever said to him, You said Chianti weird. You said Chianti weird. We know that, right? It's Chianti, not Chianti, right? Right? But no one's ever going to say that to Sir Anthony Hopkins. No, of course not. I would. That'd be the first thing I said. I'd be like, I love you, you Tony. You definitely would. I'd be like, I love you, Tony, but you said Chianti weird. And I would make a TikTok out of it. Because mm-hmm. he'd be like, <laughs> affronted. I'd be like, there's no reason to, aff- to be fronted. I'm, I'm fronting. And you're not fronting. I mean, come on, let's do this. Let's discuss Anyhow. this, please. All right, I'm going to let you go because it's, we should. Oh, fuck, it's 1230. Right? And it's almost two hours. Is it two hours? We're at two We're, hours. Yep, we are at two hours. Of course you, you and I can talk about a movie for two hours. Fine. Yeah, but you know what, guys? You didn't have to sit through commentary, so enjoy that. Um, you know, because you would have. I'm actually super and that glad should have been our indication. Commentary. Well, that should have been our indication that maybe like we should scale back when we're like, let's do some commentary. Yeah, <laughs> it was mostly idea. just you and I want to spend time with each other. Yeah, you know what we and could have, do? Just zoom and watch movies together. We could do that. We and could just then, do that. And then Mr. Veronica could also be in. That's true. Mr. Veronica could also be involved. Instead of like, instead of an episode, well, next week we have an episode, but the next week after that, we'll just, we'll, we'll watch we a movie just together. Zoom and watch Ted Lasso together. Yes. Yes. I was like, I grabbed onto something. I was like, yes. Let's, please, let's do that. Let's do that. Let's do that. Oh my God. I'm so excited. Okay. Okay. Well, next week it won't because we're going to be talking about. No, I said after this week, but the, the weekend we should have been doing a movie. We will do lasso together. Ted lasso. TL. TL in the house. Oh, can we talk about? Can we? Can we talk about his? Their fucking Emmy like streak. And Emmy extravaganza. All of the Emmys. Oh my god. Yes. Um. Yeah. Seriously, that photo of Jamie Tart and Roy Kent like on the red carpet at mm. the Emmys. Mm. Who said that was okay? Who, like, took my, that photo? My, my vagina it? was okay with it. Yeah, I'll bet. Mm-hmm. 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 I actually saw, uh, today, there was a, um, a video on IMDb where you, like, the, like, little, like, and it was, like, ask each other anything, and it was, um, Hannah and, um, oh, God, what's Coach Beard's real name? Brandon, and, um, Nate's real name is shit. I can't think of his name right now. Nick. Nick. And the three of them were asking each other, like, they could ask anything they wanted. Oh, God. And um, Nick is so freaking cute. Nick Muhammad is adorable. Like, because he just looks so, like, like a child in Ted Lasso. Mm-hmm. Um, FYI, don't know what's happening in Nate's character. Anywho, that's all I'm going to say. Um, but he's, like, he actually had his hair done and styled. And he's just the cutest little thing. Because he's tiny. I mean, he's short. Yeah, he's very short. So I can see it because I'm almost six foot tall. So, I mean, I'd still throw a leg over it in a heartbeat. He's married. It's fine. Um, That's what it is. But, but uh, Brandon asked Hannah what was like. He's like, I know you dated a, a footballer. What was it really like having sex with a footballer? And she's like, I went to dinner with one. She's like, I didn't, it didn't go past dinner. She's a she's absolutely fucking gorgeous and lovely. And I want to dress like her for Halloween. So... That is who I'm going to be. I'm going to be Rebecca. I love Rebecca so much. <sighs> Rebecca goes through some things this year, this season. So 
that fucking the first episode where Roy Kent is like, oh my god, don't settle for fucking fine. Don't settle like, for fucking fine. Mm. There's some things I can't wait for you. Oh my god, I That's can't wait like, for you to get. To- I would say like maybe. Th- I already loved Roy Kent, but like the moment that I fell in love with Roy Kent yes. was when he was like, don't settle for fucking fine. That's when every woman who who, who enjoys men, they're, they came because they're yeah. like, a little bit. Oh my. Did you see Ugh. there was a, um, I, did I send this to you? There was an interview with, what's his name? Brett Goldstein. Is that his mm-hmm. name? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what talk show it was on, but he they had interviewed him, and he is a writer for the show, and right, so he right, was like, me, "Yeah, I." There came a point while we were writing that I was like, "I don't know. I think I'm Roy Kent." Yeah, you are. Yeah, and so he like, you know, made an audition video and sent it to the rest of the writers, and he was like, "Hey, if you think I think I'm Roy Kent, but if you disagree, that's fine. Just ignore this. We'll act like it never happened. But if you think I'm Roy Kent, then." I think we need to talk about this. Because there's a Roy cat inside that's growling to get out. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, yes. And I cannot oh. picture anyone else as Roy Kent. I really, really no. can't. No. I mean, Does Mariana Zapata know that basically he's culty? If she doesn't, we should let her know. I know. I just, I don't know if like she has seen it yet. Because if he She recognizes is that. Yeah. Especially when you see him with the kids. With the kids when he starts coaching. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. You can't call yeah. them pricks to their face. Gives them all trophies. Yeah, just, just throws the box of trophies at them. Oh. Phoebe. Phoebe. <sighs> She's funny. Oh, my God. I'm telling you, though. The, there's So this past episode fucking got me. But the one... Um, not... Not... <laughs> Coach Beard's episode, which is great, but the one right before that is the one with the hug hurned around the world. Still haven't gotten there. Oh, you will, and you will. You'll text me and be like, "I got oh, there." That's oh what God. we should watch. We should watch that one. Okay, which episode is that? Oh fuck. Okay, seven. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure because I think but... we just watched the second one, so we're yeah. we're fairly behind. Yeah, I want to savor it. Oh. I don't want to just binge through it. Of course, I could just watch it again, but still. Right. Oh, I mean, and I, I have seen, did you see it. Hassan Minaj is going to be on the third season of The Morning Show? No, huh? That just was released, so I'm pretty excited about that. I, I need to start watching it. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I'll have time. One day. One day. That's why we're taking a step back. Guys. That is why we're taking a step back. All um, right. I'm excited to maybe see my husband. Who I I'm excited know, to see maybe. your husband now, too. So yeah. now we're going to. I'm really excited about it. One day we should invite Lee. He's got to catch up first. Yeah. 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 Well, we'll see Lee soon. I hope so. Yeah. We need to yeah. nail that down. Nail it down. Like, all right. Let's all let the these beautiful in my people. household because I have a toddler. Oh, I have two dogs. Similar situation. <laughs> I just did a Roy Kent growl. Okay. We should let these beautiful people go. Um, we will see y'all. Hopefully. We'll not see you. Well, hopefully you'll hear our voices. Dulcet I was going to say beautiful voices, but I don't know if that's always true. Our dulcet tones um, next week, week when we talk about the Happy Ever After playlist by Abby Jimenez. I'm really excited. This was like maybe the first book that you put on our list. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's at the very fucking top of that spreadsheet. So I'm really excited yeah. because I, d- I did want to read it. 
it looked really good. It looked uh, enjoyable. So I'm, I'm excited, excited about it. So anywho, um, how do we? Oh, we should probably tell people where to find us. We should probably be responsible. I have it pulled up. Do you want so, to tell people where to find us? Please do. Sure. Sure. Let me do that. So do our it. website is chick, chick, do it. Chicklet Book Club Podcast.com. Our Twitter is at Chicklet Podcast. Uh, our TikTok <laughs> is Chicklet Book Club. Please check out our, t- our TikTok because uh, Veronica has been, is now going to be posting a couple of some TikTok, Tiki Talks. Um, our two today. Two. And then also, FYI, Chris Hemsworth follows us on Pinterest. Yes, we like Pinterest, which is the Chicklet Book Club podcast. Our email, in case you want to talk to us, please do. Please do. Um, Club podcast at gmail.com. Um, our Instagram is Chicklet Book Club podcast. Uh, YouTube is a link. Um, Facebook mm-hmm. is Facebook. Um, our Patreon. <laughs> um, our Patreon, if you search for Chicklet Book Club Podcast on Patreon, you'll find us. Um, our website is going to, I had to re, re, um, um, rehab it because things are, things are behind because we, we don't have a lot. It, it, any, it, long, long we don't have re- a production team, you guys. It's just me and Ray. Yeah. So And also, also like, I do nothing with the website. It's all Ray. So like, I, she has no help in that regard. No, and so uh, it, it will be updated. But like right now, the, probably the most updated part is the re- uh, recommendations and reviews. Which please go and read the reviews. Um, I need to we enjoy I'm, writing them. I did start writing the one for the cherry. The cherry. I see it book. in there. Yeah. I yeah. started writing it. I have not finished it. Yeah. I probably I, need I, to pare it back. Oh, and the one thing I'm going to start doing, so you guys, just a little thing, is I, I keep saying I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Is I am going to read the. Or I'm going to start watching um, Miss Scarlet and the Duke. And um, start rating reviews of that that show. That's so. fu- oh yeah, you told me about that one. Okay, yeah, yeah, awesome. All right, kids, how do how we end do- this? Oh god, in the most obnoxious way possible. Like, why are you guys even here? Yeah, yeah, we do this for ourselves, guys. We do, we do it for ourselves. <gasps> Bye. Bye. Keep going, but I'll stop. I'll fucking stop. Because your eardrums are bleeding. No, I just can't believe I was like dying because you were still going. (laughs) Your lung capacity is so incredible. I was. Well, you both. We were both singers, but yeah, yeah. I know, but you're. I. I don't think I could have done that. I could have kept going. Oh my god! I know you laughed afterward. That's so fucking impressive. (laughs) Oh my god. I'm like as as like a former singer, I'm like super fucking impressed. But then like also as your friend, I'm like, God damn girl, with your fucking lung capacity. <laughs> COVID you like kick COVID's ass. You oh, like, I take to the curb and said, fuck, fuck you. you. Fuck you. Don't you fuck dare you. mess with fuck my lung you. capacity. Mm-hmm. Also, when are we getting tattoos? <laughs>